No, I'd like to say here first and foremost for anyone who's listening, not if you're watching. If you're watching, ignore this. If you're listening, we are the best looking guys, the four of us. <laughs> Do not sure. look that yeah, up. Yeah, no, absolutely. Four best looking if you're listening, guys. also, also, <laughs> yeah. this is a very diverse podcast. Very diverse. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. One yes. of the most diverse podcasts. Yeah, like four hey. corners of the world. I mean, we're all yep. over. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm actually I'm part Lebanese country, and so. Iranian. Don't, we don't look like even... we could all be related at all. No, especially not two of us. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the three, the three of you. The three of you, absolutely. I'm an immigrant, so. We all look like distant cousins. Oh, that's so funny, too. <laughs> I'm just saying, we definitely have family. more than one. You know, not my personal. Oh, podcast, so. I forgot to tell you this. So, if you're listening to this, this is a little bit of uh, this was on our side like chat. So, we didn't talk about this on the show, but I sent Kyle a picture of someone who I was in a meeting with that I was like, Kyle, this guy looks like you. Yeah. And and I, I didn't mean that as an insult whatsoever. It's like, he kind of looked like he could be your brother or something. And I showed my wife, and she goes, Looks like you too. And I was like, All right, you're right. And he looked <laughs> yeah, like that's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we have brought up on the podcast so you and I jumped in a video game together, and both it's of our true. characters look the same. It's just like, Damn it, yeah. Tim. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, base, we're so basic. There's just no getting. If you're, if you're white dude with glasses and a beard, yeah, we all look the same. I'm sorry. We I, all do. I don't know where it's Tim just... begins and Kyle ends in vice versa. <laughs> that's the. Uh, that's very strange. Hey. 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 Oh, is that your Doctor Strange thing? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I, I was doing kind of. I feel like Wanda thing. could make that a reality, like you guys being Probably. one person. That's sure. True. Yeah. Or yeah, two, you, look, you know, we look way more alike than Wanda's, the two versions of her brothers uh, in WandaVision and in Age of Ultron. We look way, sure. way more alike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. If I got, listen, if I put on a baseball cap right now with the Colorado flag on it, you wouldn't be able to tell who was Tim and who it's was true. Kyle. And I promise you that. It's <laughs> a good point. Even Jeff would like, he would, Jeff and, and Dan wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't know. You know, we would just blend in. No. It's know. a good point. I would have to act more distracted by children or something. And <laughs> I could, yeah, if I just turn around and, and go, what? And would have can to you, have like sword you leave? Or whatever. Just <laughs> every, once <in> while, just, <laughs> every once in a while, just mute yourself and go like this off camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a visual joke for the YouTube audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Very welcome. Some really, really good, that is, uh, um, you know, Tim yelling at content. one of his 37 kids. <laughs> All right. Well, we are in episode 114 uh, of the Current Gen podcast. Four of the five of us are here. Uh, Derek, we think he's still alive, but we haven't heard from him in a little while. So thoughts? No, on I, was, I was making fun of him about Overwatch in our group. So or not Overwatch. Oh. Uh, I, Outriders. I think. Same difference. Am I right? Same thing, right, guys? Same thing. Derek actually sent me a message. He said he sent his uh, girlfriend a ticket. Uh, I think it was to One Way Ticket to Pound Town, maybe? Or... Oh, God. That wow. got really crap. So he's really busy because he's on a trip. You know, he's on a one way uh-huh. trip. So, you know. Got that it. does sound like a name of a town in Florida. So two tickets yeah, really, to Paradise. It really does. It really does. Um, all right. So I had to call Southwest today thought you guys could appreciate this because a few of you have traveled at least a little bit and, and i've had to change time. i've had to change no not to not that's not where we're going um i've had to change tickets just for myself for business trips and stuff and that's a hassle but it is what it is changing tickets large rental vans and a hotel stay for eight of us no mm. nine of us sorry i've miscounted my kids for nine of us <laughs> 37 of us <laughs> you lose track when you have that many Gee, what? you know what you know, you're, it, it, you're pitching the start to Home Alone right now, aren't you? I am. You are. I am. Tim, did you leave one at home? Go. go. <laughs> this is the prequel to Home Alone. We leave one at home. Go. Together. This is Home Alone. Um, I was actually in my head. I was thinking like me plus eight, but whatever. Anyway, sure. All that to say, 
doing that for that many people is such a freaking nightmare. It's oh, yeah. Yeah, nightmare. I bet. We got an email from Southwest saying your flight's been changed. And so we had two middle of the day flights. They were nonstop. We found them. We were in our price range. Middle of the day, we're going to be out on the East Coast for a week visiting family, going to the beach. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the day to fly back. Had it all set up. And they moved our flights. One of them on the way out is now going to arrive like at 1 a.m. or something. And the one on the way back is now like a six or seven hour travel day with a stop and a plane change in the middle. I'm like, Lord. if it's by if it's me by myself, I'm probably just like, whatever. I don't want to. I'm just going to take what yeah. they, they already changed it for me. I'm just going to go with it. Right. But it's not me. It's kids who are going to be nuts. And that's going to be a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. So I called Southwest. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because the difference between the Southwest commercials and especially like all their recordings when you're on hold it sounds so friendly like it immediately i'm like i am so glad we are going with southwest because all the recordings are like we're so sorry you're on hold we like you we want to talk to you we want to help you out like you it's serious it's like, very, after, very, like, very affirmations yeah. oh yeah <laughs> talk about like their bags your boss free. appreciates your hard work they're yeah. saying they're saying all the stuff, the want to get away. They're saying all the slogans that I've seen on football game commercials, you know, and I'm like, yeah, all right. And then the person picks up, and I kid you not, she she did not want to talk to anybody. What? So she she answered <laughs> and she goes, Southwest, how can I help you? Like, and that was our that was our tone the entire conversation. So imagine trying to <laughs> it's the kind of person when you you explain, here's my name, here's my confirmation number, here's what happened. I'd like to see if there's other options because everything looks super expensive. And so I would lay all this out for, and I'm not kidding. She just goes confirmation number. I was like, "Are you the Mike Wazowski lady from Monsters? Like, what? What is this?" Mike Wazowski. Yeah, that's who she sounds like. Um, she didn't sound like that. That's what she was acting like. And then I had several moments where my wife's on her phone looking up flight options to try to read off, like, "Hey, can we get this flight number? These would work for us." We're trying to. We think we're making it easier. So I'm reading. She goes, "What are other flights you'd like?" So I was reading those to her. And she wouldn't respond. So, like, when you read a flight number off, and here's the time it leaves, it would just get quiet. And I would sometimes hear her go, like, <sighs> that was it. It was just real yeah. quiet. <sighs> and I was, I immediately realized, this is what happened. It's a Friday evening, and I'm calling their off-hours support mm-hmm. team. And I'm like, oh, this is but, my fault. But they're there to work. Right, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know if you need, I don't know if you need to fall on the sword, Tim. I don't know if that's listen, your job. Listen, right so where I work now, I work, I process claims, but I you started. You did figure it out, by the way. It just took super long, and she was horrible. But I ahead. worked in member totally service, so I worked on the phones, like, health insurance. So imagine something like that that's super important. Oh, yeah. Calling with, like, just extreme questions. And I actually, when I was in training, I had a, what they called a blue alert, which is when somebody's uh, going to harm themselves, potentially. Oh. So this was during training, and I had someone potentially saying they were going to do that. And I was like, uh, um, somebody, uh, isn't there <laughs> an adult? a hotline? We have an adult in here? Isn't well, so a... basically, she, there was, she was confused. Like, she was, like, thinking that there was all these, like, bills that she owed. She thought that claims uh-huh. weren't being paid. There was just confusion, and she was just, like, just I guess. Just Health insurance doesn't matter. She was it's at the fine. end of her rope, and she just kind of was getting emotional, and, and you know, she it ha- it happens, yeah. you know, when you when you're calling like doctors or you know, like oh yeah, you, you can get wound up and like. So it's like if I if I can do that and be normal about it, then you can help Timmy here with his plane trip and not. The other be thing a, was like know. I was very pleasant. I was and I had all my yeah. information. Like Ooh, I had my confirmation number. I had all the details, and yeah. we already had the alternate flights we would like. We weren't asking her to find them for us. We said, "Here are the three people that are we would a like. perfect customer." Yeah, yeah. 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 It sounds like so. To it's me. like 
Don't so be you a douche. did literally everything right. Yeah, right? don't she be a douche. Just, Do your yeah. job, lady. Now, to her credit, she she put me on hold several times, and it was you know the classic like, "Sir, can I put you on a brief hold?" And then it, the hold music would start. She didn't wait for me to say yes. That's okay. <laughs> she just said, <laughs> "Can I put you on a brief hold?" And then it would Good go move. like. We we love you here at Southwest. <laughs> you're like uh, you're you're having like emotional whiplash from like the really nice robot oh. lady and like the not so pleasant. Ups and downs. <laughs> yeah. the ups and downs. It was it was the st- same stark contrast between and Wally when you see what the people are supposed to look like on the spaceship enjoying the oh, things sure. they have yes. and the people in the seats. There's like a motorcycle gang that just went by my house. <laughs> yeah, I heard you talking crap about Southwest. We're the Southwest gang. <laughs> <laughs> I pity the fool talking about Southwest. <laughs> body bags fly free. All right. <laughs> Put them in a body bag. <laughs> All right. So there you go. There's my customer service story. And Dan, I do. I, I'm with you. I think most people who are on the phones are probably pretty good people who do want to work. They want to make the money and they don't want to lose their job. But some people. Yeah, like, I mean, like her name was. I don't know what her name was. Obviously, face to face is trickier because it's like somebody's threatening you to your face. It's way more intense than on the phone. But th- there was times where I got some pretty awful human beings, and it's You're like I, I'm still or... doing my job. Like absolutely, that, man. You know, so yeah, crazy, I work in, I work in IT uh, for uh, Kyle's job is way more high stress than probably any of us because he does face to face interactions. Working in security. I literally have no soul, so it really takes nothing off me. At this point, you're like, whatever. I I don't have the so not to like in condition. Um, I have nothing left to lose. I've got nothing left to bleed, guys. IT stuff for like very specific IT stuff. Uh huh. Uh, specific type of support, like a level two type of support for specific applications, and even still, we will get yelled at sometimes, and we're like, what? Why are you? Why I'm like Vince Vaughn and Wedding Crashers. Why why are you yelling at me? At all? Yeah. Why the well, because they need a therapist, and in that moment, they're the therapist. Off. They're unloading. You know. Yeah. It's all, like, I always want to ask, like, what's what's the goal here? Like, what are, yeah. what are we both trying to accomplish? You're just sure. trying to get through your shift. I get it. I'm actually a pretty easy phone call. I'm not going to put you through the ringer. I'm not going to yeah. yell at you. I, you know. I'm, I'm that's the other thing. Maybe she was yelled at all day. You know what I mean? By like idiot. It's not Tim's fault though. That's the thing that it's not Tim's fault. You know, right. but it's hard. It's, it's hard Tim's to fault. like. It's hard to like separate. You know, yeah. the day gotta, from gotta, the moment. Yeah. You have to. I mean, you I was frustrated, but when can. I got on the phone, I was very kind because I was because fr- I was changing hotels and because now we're going to a totally different city. It's the only thing that we could not get the price to get jacked way up. And so we're flying into a different city, which is actually a little closer to where we're driving to. So it's fine. You know, along the East Coast, Dan knows, uh, along the East Coast, all those big cities seem like they're close together. And if you're going to go into yeah, like, we're no, going to like a, a Delaware Beach is one of the places is that where we're heading. So there's a whole bunch of cities that have an airport that's within, you know, three hours or less driving right. time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we figured it out. Um, it's a first world problem. And it's more just me venting about like. If you don't want to, can you just call it off? Like, get a personal day, quit your job, something like. Can I talk to someone who wants to be there, please? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because uh, guess what? I don't want to be on this phone call either. Oh, like, I would love to. Like, not. You know what I mean? Like, as, I went as to your customer, website you know, and it was like, so. My wife found a great deal on these tickets, and like our total for all of us traveling, and I forget the number because I don't know how many kids I have, but the total <laughs> for all of us traveling, um, she found it. The t- the total is under four thousand, which is incredible. So she mm. found this amazing, and so we don't want that price to get jacked up. Every other alternative that we were finding on Southwest site, unless we do the middle of the night flight, was going to be like ten grand. So we were like, okay, 
we're not Jesus. we're not doing this. We're not tripling our cost here. So no. Um, so I was already coming in at, at, at frustrated and frazzled, but I took a deep breath and I was very kind. Had all my stuff ready, and Lady Southwest was having none of it. Um, but anyway, we figured it out. I shouldn't say having none of it. She was just in a bad mood, but she still ended up helping me. Right? Yeah. There you go. If you did the bullet. bare minimum. Congratulations. Did, right. Well, the moral of this episode is that Southwest lady sucks. All right, well, bye everybody. In in general, Southwest is a better airline than others in my experience but i, I agree with that yeah one of the some of the worst ones are those really cheap ones like the spirit like oh, spirit spirit's the worst frontier. man frontier. it's a 50 50 when you're buying a spirit ticket if like you're even gonna if that Dude, flight even exists frontier. yeah exactly like, yeah, yeah, yeah like they'll, they'll either delay it or completely like yeah we just canceled that whole flight i'm like well, that's 200 we thought you didn't want to be on it anymore we just spirit jet i think jet blue is in that same category and yeah. front and frontier those are all three kind of like i have had i like united apparently i like united yeah united's okay yeah. Well, they're trustworthy too. Like, and sometimes American Airlines. My my parents are obsessed with American Airlines. So anytime like they're like, you we come out, I'll buy you a ticket, we'll do like Amer- I hate American Airlines. Like that, I've had nothing but bad experiences with them. Like I'm always on a plane at least, but like their customer service and like just their people that work for them are the crappiest people that I've ever had to deal with. You know. Yeah. Um. Not unlike your you know your story tonight, Tim. So. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, hire people that want to work there. Whatever. All right. Hey, let's do a brief. Unless you've got a lot to share about your backlog Hall of Shame game, I don't. So we'll do a brief update. Oh, I don't. Is that, an, is that an every episode thing? Because I didn't realize that. <laughs> if you've if you've played it at all, if you haven't, that's fine. But I I don't think, I any, have, I don't think any of us. I have not played <laughs> any, and I'll tell you, and I'll talk about why later. There's a couple other games I've been playing this week that took up my time. Um, I wanted to finish up some other stuff. So I have not played any more Sleeping Dogs since we last talked about it. But I am 100% fully planning on still playing it. I did, like I said last week, like it. But did anyone else make any more progress on your oh, black? Oh, actually, back I did play a couple. I did finish um, kind of that main quest there on the desert planet. Now that I'm or uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, I went down into that like sort of like what is it? A uh, remnant? I think they're calling mm-hmm. them remnants. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That whole cool sci-fi, like futuristic, nice and clean, but like green lights everywhere, sort of like uh, chasm or like yeah. this whole. Like I, lo- I, lo- I love how they opened up that whole mystery, and we're definitely going to see the end of that at some point, right, guys? Okay. That's super yeah, cool. we're totally, <laughs> absolutely. Totally the remnants are really cool. At and least like, three more games. Right? That's one I just of thought my these, favorite. I that thought game. the um, yeah, the structures was co- just like the wall. Everything just like looked it really is. cool. It, it it's just very, ancient, very alien. It's very like ancient civilization that you're kind of yeah. stumbling upon. I, I don't know, like the whole Indiana Jones aspect of this of this particular game about yeah. the remnants specifically. I, that's all my favorite parts of this game. Yeah. So I did finish that. So yeah, I, I kind of forgot because that you was played a, more than I did, right? So you played a little bit at least of Andromeda. I played a little more Zelda, which I'm surprised I'm one of the two people who did homework this week. So Skyward Sword. Oh so, uh, yeah, that's so unlike me. Um, usually I'm the blow it off type, but um, yeah, I played a little more. Um, mm-hmm. I'm uh, finally on the ground, uh, but I stopped there. So like uh, three hours into this game, I'm finally off of Skyloft, and like. Zelda games, you really need to pick up the prequels, like the like the not the prequel, but the the setup like phase yeah, of your games. Because yeah. I remember the prelude, like, even like Twilight uh, Princess was like two and a half hours of like being yeah. the wolf. Just like, I just want to swing a sword, guys. Like, why am you know? It's, yeah. There's so much setup in these games. You know, oh, it yeah. doesn't have that Breath of the Wild. It Breath literally wild. throws you directly okay. into the game, and like, I don't know, that felt. Ocarina is pretty quick too. 
Ocarina's kind of quick, but there's the whole cookery yeah. village. The stuff. whole village thing where it's like right. get a stick. Yeah, well, you, you get the you get you the are you are in the Deku tree pretty quick, but like right, there's right, 45 right. minutes to an hour and a half of like crap that you got to do before you get there, you know. And it's yeah. that's okay, you know. That, that, that's better than two or three hours, oh. you know. So. What a good game! I love Ocarina of Time. What a good Me too. Game. I, I'm a huge fan of Ocarina. You know what? Yeah, uh, a little bit. Stone, I'm, Stone Cold's I'm... favorite. You can't. You can't talk about Zelda without <laughs> talking about Stone Cold's favorite. Uh, which is what? what? Breath of the Wild, or Breath, Breath of the What? Breath of the Wild. Ah, uh, ah, uh, like, ah, uh, uh, like exploring with no side missions. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. So someone on Twitter uh, actually brought up a good bear. point. I because I posted the picture that Dan made of yeah. Stone Cold. Th- thank you. And buddy. they they made a good point of uh, they missed we missed a chance to put Breath of the What. I was like, oh, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. yeah but I wanted the Zelda part. To, I wanted what there to make it nice and big. You know what? So. It's all right. We give you a B, B for effort. I'm just okay. kidding. I'm just uh, kidding. Not, <laughs> well, not, not to dwell on my Zelda experience, but uh, I, I find the uh, controls on the joystick um, subpar at best. Sure. Um, okay. Sure. You know, uh, uh, it doesn't, it gets the job done, but like sometimes I'm like, I kind of hit that. I don't know why you're not swinging. Do you want to just like hit a button to swing? Are you at that point? I would love that. Yeah. I would yeah. love, I don't care about like the lateral horizon. Like, I, yeah. I feel like they thought that was a good idea and like, well, doesn't move but we, right? I mean, yeah. But I don't aren't care. there certain yeah, enemies okay. where you need to do a vertical or diagonal? You do, yeah. So, and, and the joystick will work most 90% of the time what you hit is what it does it but like 10% is a pretty good chunk of time for it not to work you know for a, for a game when you press a button and swing a sword like it always works you know so yeah. um anyways i'm really i i i think i'm uh enjoying it more as i'm playing with it but like it's subpar at best uh best music in the series i think i think this game has mm. like some of the best music really? in the entire series it's completely crazy i mean it's the first orchestrated zelda of all mm. the entire series and uh, they really nailed it i thought um oh. And I'm only a little bit into the game, and I think I've heard like a lot of songs. That I'm just like, oh, this is like excellent, <laughs> you know. So uh-huh. um, yeah. Anyways, that's kind of my. Trip I don't know with why that. I thought that Wind Waker was orchestrated. I know the remake was, but like I th- the I remake thought... was. I mean, it's synthesized to be orchestrated, yeah, but a okay. real orchestra didn't play it. You know? Got it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Have you played any more <laughs> of uh, Rat Tail, Plague Tail? Uh no, the game's depressing as hell. I need to get into a better. I really need to get into a better frame of mind to like play that game. It is. It really brings me down, and I want that out of a game. I want a game to affect me in a way where like it yeah. takes me on an emotional journey. But like I'm just. You have to I'm, be in the mood. I don't, I don't have a lot of room for that right now. So. Dude, I I get totally there. get it. I totally get, get it. No. Jeff, what about Bioshock? You playing that one at all? This no. Week? Good. Right. Fair enough. You know what, Jeff? I'm on your, your side. Up, Good. Your update sounds the same as mine. Um, <laughs> Oh, uh, Tim, I not good. I you play more the game day. after work on like weekdays yeah. and Saturdays sometimes during the day. Uh, I was so if, we, if we were to record it tomorrow, I maybe would have put like a couple more hours in. Maybe, but maybe, maybe. Uh, probably, maybe. probably, honestly. Um, but uh, yeah, my week this week after work was like I had something going on after every single night. Mm. So like I just had no energy to do like gaming stuff. That's not relaxing to me. At least some of the games that I'm playing. That's okay. not my version of relaxing. My version of relaxing is sitting on the couch and not doing anything and watching something. Uh, you like your I hands call, just call to sit empty on your lap like yeah. this. Just I want my hands to be empty. It's I just want to sit on a couch like let a blob, him, blob. Let them rest. Uh, yeah, I was telling Dan off air that I was like, I just wish I was playing more games right now, but I'm just not. So, um, but um, that's just because, like, like Jeff was saying, just a little busy after work and stuff like that. And like, sure. it is not my version of relaxing right now. It can be sometimes or right now. I'm yeah, depends really on the game. game. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is 100% my version of relaxing, but I do empathize it, with what you're saying. It, but you it see is, this for me, too, just right now it's not. You know? Sure. Uh, no, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. 
especially if it, if it's a game that really requires a lot of focus and attention. I think um, that's, and I think a lot of the games I'm playing right now are very focus oriented yeah. games. Even Zelda's like, here solve this puzzle. I'm like, I'm dumb. I don't know how to. Well, with uh, their control <laughs> scheme on Skyward Sword. Yeah, you got to focus at least a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, there you go. We'll we'll keep touching base on these to see if any of us have given up completely or end up finishing our games that we are trying our best to commit to play through. But also, we make the rules. Who cares? We don't have to follow through. I mean, um, I'm a pro gamer. I finish all my games. So, yeah, just saying. You've never left a game unfinished. I'm a pro quitter. I'll quit instantly on something <laughs> I don't want to do. I quit a lot of games. Yeah, I'm too just, like, yeah, what just... you ever heard? Come on, bro. You... Yeah. So... <laughs> Listen, I'm not, cool. shit, I'm not shitting on bed. <laughs> How was GTA 4? How was the ending to that? Ooh. You like that? To what? Do you like the ending to GTA 4? Uh, no, because it's like I was driving on friggin' sticks of butter. So you don't mm. finish your game. Sticks of butter. So you're not a pro so gamer. You, you couldn't, you couldn't control cars I mean, in that game? Not a very pro I mean, gamer, listen, huh? if, I, if I got like 20 hours into it, and then I was like, oh, the driving, and then I quit, like, that's one thing. But it was like an hour in, so go to hell. All right. Uh, <laughs> go to so hell. So pro. Download it on PC and get some kind of non-slick mod. I don't know. Also, better. GTA I Five mean, is way better, so who cares? I never finished four it either, is. but I also have plenty of games that I'd never finished. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, Me too. You guys are just upset. I'm a pro gamer. That's all. Well, I am. I'm very. I just don't have the proof yet. I don't know if I have any. Yeah. Yep. So. I don't have a proof. I have to object on the ground. I, I, be, I beat Sekiro. That automatically makes me pro gamer. I mean, if I hear someone say object, objection, hearsay one more time, I, think, <laughs> I know. It's, just, it's been so much week. hearsay. It's been the last two weeks. Like anyone who had a drinking say. game with that is plastered. They're dead. They're dead. They're dead. Even before, like, Amber and uh, her, psycho- her team psychologist, even after, even before they took the stand, that person's already dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because her attorney said it so much. <laughs> I don't want to dwell on it, but are you guys keeping up with this? Like, is this like a I've daily thing? I've watched a little Best bit. TV watched... show of the year. Jeff and I are like real, like we're like two girls gabbing about it every day. Yeah. Did you hear what he said? Like, and I just, yeah. I guess we haven't really been talking about it in the chat, but like, again, I don't want to dwell on it. Are you guys at least getting highlights every day? Or... I'm seeing like the little like snippets on like Facebook okay, and like yeah. Johnny Depp kind of oh, no, giggling. I've, I've actually watched it. I've watched chunks of the live stream from time yeah. to time. Yeah. And, uh, like when she, I wanted to see when she got on the stand. I only saw highlights of him on the stand, uh, several different, some of them were just for funny and some of them were like, here's actually seriously some of the mm-hmm, like important mm-hmm. things he said. And then I've, I have watched some of her kind of weird stream of consciousness. Like she, she's a <sighs> bad a actress. That's a great term for that. Is she's she a real, is? she's a bad actress. And so like when she's doing her cry face, there's no tears. It's not real. Like, it's just kind of like, what is this? Like that is. <laughs> what is <laughs> It was a circus for real. Well, it's really Depp funny came, that Depp came out yeah. so strong, right? So she has to like combat that. So Depp came well, out so watching like, like him. He's, he's, he's trying to keep his head down, but every once in a while with this smirk, and he looks at his lawyer, and his lawyer kind of looks at him like, "I know, right?" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I really like all the subtext that's going on, dude. Like, yeah, there's in in the courtroom. There are moments. You know? uh, there she are moments that to see a man cry, and I was like, "Uh oh, shouldn't have said oh, that." Well, you're shouldn't you're a problem. That. Yeah, no, my, my my favorite bit was like the go ahead, tell the world, Johnny, what are you gonna say that a girl domestic violence violenced you or whatever? And I'm like, ugh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> ugh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't age well. Yeah, that uh. was like from the reporting. Uh, yes, there was yeah. a bit. My God, my favorite bit. Uh, first off, TikTok is a great resource for following this trial. Oh, okay. Because right. there are people that I think they dedicated like their whole life to following this trial. It seems like, <laughs> and yeah, which like, I don't have micro like. Like they've, they've used a the microscope 
on the body language of certain people oh. whenever somebody will say something. Okay. Um, so like Amber will say something about uh, Kate Moss, who Depp used to date, and uh, there was like a story out there that Depp did something similar to Kate Moss, and then Kate Moss later came out and said that's not true. But Amber is presenting it like it's still true. And when oh, she okay. said that, you see Johnny Depp's lawyer turn around and go, she said it. He's like excited. <laughs> He's like, she brought it up. We were wanting her to bring it up. And so like somebody on TikTok you. like caught that and like clipped it. And it was like a moment that you would have totally missed. Because he's in the corner of the screen. There's or too much going on on the screen, and oh, like, there people are yeah. like dissecting it in ways that like I just don't have time to yeah. do. Like, Jeff well, was not I gotta say, saying, I wasn't so. really 100 percent sure what hearsay was, but now I have a much better idea of it. After I'm like, yeah. and right. there's times that I'm like, that's hearsay, and then they'll be like, objection, hearsay. I'm like, I knew it. I knew that. Yeah, I called it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's well, what, well, it, my, favorite, my favorite part. I wanted to mention was the uh, the lawyer. I think it's Amber's lawyers up there trying to. I think they're trying to dismiss the case. Yeah. I think. And they're trying to do it. God dang it. No, now I can't remember. Oh, no. They're interviewing the psychologist. So it's like earlier okay. on this week. Um, they're interviewing their own like choice of psychologist. And um, they're trying to get her to say something that's not in the terms of the disclosure. I don't know what that legalese means. But according to Depp's team, it's not in the disclosure. And um, so they objected. They said, objection, it's not in the disclosure. And the lawyer, Amber's lawyer goes, show me where it doesn't say that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and everybody went, what? <laughs> Here's a blank space on the page. Here's show a me blank. where it doesn't say that. Like, it made no sense. And, like, Depp's lawyer couldn't even wear a professional face. In that. He was just like, what? <laughs> I mean, where does she find this guy? He seems like a clown, right? I don't know. I think it was the the woman, because um, she has like two attorneys. So I do know that people made a big deal out of the her lawyer objecting to their own question, but I do understand. Like I saw someone <laughs> break down why, like a lawyer broke down why they did that, yeah. and he yeah. said, "I understand this makes them look really bad, but it made sense. Like the answer was actually going to hurt harm more than help, and so they they had to get them to stop and get it stricken." I, they should have said strike that. that from the record. They shouldn't have I objected. I guess I get that. You, but I, I don't know. I feel like you have to use the objections just strategically. And if you use it against your own, I guess it wasn't their own witness. It was a cross-examination. So I get it. Yeah, it was, it was a cross-examination. Cross right. But like, yeah. also, you screwed up the question. So... Mm -hmm. Like, well, it's still funny, but yeah, now that you mention it, oh, there's, it looks there's hilarious. A, yeah, but I, yeah, I saw exactly, a lawyer, you know, yeah, it was a lawyer on yeah, the TikTok. jury's not gonna like that. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's what it's about is like the plebs that are on the jury, like trying to appease to them. Yeah. So, like, it, to them, it probably looked bad, like it did to us, you know. So, it was a lawyer on TikTok who was explaining how, like, no, that actually made sense because they went down a road they didn't mean to, and the answer started to come back in a way they didn't want, so they had to yeah. like cut it off at the pass. So, like, they said it's not that uncommon, but. This is a TV show, and that looked like someone who messed up their lines and looked like. Yeah, well, even like, even the guy yeah. who was being questioned yeah. was like totally thrown off by it. He's like, I'm just yeah. I'm, not, I'm just answering the question you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a well. it's a mess. And I know that this isn't video game related, but who cares? It, best case scenario for yeah, Johnny right. Depp. I, mean to bring this up I think I think best case scenario for Johnny Depp is he gets a crap ton of money and at least gets <laughs> some rep reputation restored. But I still think worse. Case scenario, he doesn't win and get any money. I still think his reputation has been yeah. bolstered by this. No matter what, I, no matter what, his reputation is fixed. But I think he's going to lose, to be honest, because the definition yeah, yeah. suit—he does do drugs, he does drink, and he probably did hit her. 
So, and that's what she's saying that he but did. I, I, so, I, like, so I don't think there's know, a reason like, to prove that she cost him like the core of it is that she cost him money and that she owes him this money. And I think that's going to be tough for them to really prove and win. Tough. Yeah. So that's true. I, didn't, I, I forget about that part. Yeah. Yeah. But so you're right. I, I think that he fixes. I think, I think everyone's yeah. seeing this whole crap show on display. It was a messy relationship. Everyone knows that he's got problems and now everyone is seeing, Oh, She's she? just as messy, if, just yeah. in different ways, just in a lot of different Boy, like every psychologist that came up was just like, she's bipolar and she's got like split personality disorder. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, what? I mean, and not to make fun of people who have of those course. disorders or anything like that, right. but like it's, that is a instrument or an ingredient in this like, uh, the shit pie that's going on here with yeah. this relationship. But so, I mean, well, uh... even stuff like him getting kicked off of the Grindelwald role, stuff like that, it's like he he wouldn't have if it weren't for her. Yeah, it's true, but also the movie would have not been good, in my opinion. <laughs> it's possible. The second yeah, one was... Yeah. Nicholson is just like... Well, and it's the so Pirates of the Caribbean thing, too. Like, he was for sure going to be in six or five or whatever one yeah. we're on now, and now that's out the window. There was, like, a verbal, so. like, handshake agreement about Pirates. They couldn't find anything in writing, but there was, like, a verbal... Yeah. Yeah. Disney said this much and this money, and we were going we to do it, and then it fell through because of this article. Yeah, I think, I think Don't forget that Tupac movie never came out, either. You know, it's oh. still... Wow, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, like that movie that. was completely removed. He plays a reporter like who like finds out about like uh, who, who shot Tupac and yeah. Biggie or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is. It might just be Biggie. I don't know. Whatever. It, it never came out, so I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, his his career was impacted by this. So. I, I think we'll see him as the the you know the main and, and the main whatever you call it the main line of actors listed in movies again. I just think it'll be a minute, but I think he'll get back up there. Yeah, um, probably uh, eventually. If Brian Callen can get his podcast back, then I'm sure Johnny Depp will be just fine. Oh, for real, dude. (laughs) Whenever I think of one of those guys, I think of the other. That's a good call. Um, Johnny Depp or Brian Callen. So was this our Depp Depp versus Amber spoiler cast? This was, yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's cut this. Oh, we, we should have slice out. Put this on current impressions. Yeah, yeah. We forgot, this in a you know, we, we forgot to give people a spoiler warning for this. Sorry, everybody. If you're if you're behind <laughs> you're on not, the yeah, yeah, if you're behind on the Johnny Depp Amber are, TV show, I know it's like a week off now, and we're supposed to just act like normal people. Oh, apparently, I don't. That's gonna be miserable. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I'm gonna talk about with my employees at work. You know? <laughs> I know. Me neither. <laughs> And this is why uh, I don't work? watch things episode by episode. I wait for the whole thing to finish. He's going like, to binge. Dan, Barry is going to binge. It's very illuminating trial. right now. <laughs> That's amazing. Your take has never made more sense. Yeah. Um, oh, my word. All right. Well, there's a few games that came out this week that I want to highlight. Uh, the main one being Trek to Yomi, which is something that since it was first revealed, I know that we on our podcast have been saying, whoa, this one caught our eye and we've been keeping an eye on it. And then now it's on Game Pass. Also, according to Kyle, it's on PS5, too. That's weird. I'm just kidding. Um, but it's, uh, it's, I think it's coming to Switch, too, I think. I think so. At some point, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Let me, uh, I will uh, fact check that. It seems like a Switch. It could run on it fine if it was just. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Um, but anyway, I, I've played through the first two chapters. I am a decent way into chapter three. I didn't play it all um, today. I was wrapping up Horizon, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but I did play a good chunk of it yesterday, and I really, really enjoyed it. It's on my background. Like, I think visually it's just, I mean, it's going to be up there when we talk at the end of the year about games with uh, best visuals. And I don't know how we'll split it up this year. In the past, we've done it a couple different ways. I don't know if we'll go realistic versus animated, or maybe we'll do like a, uh, you know, technical des- technical visuals versus visual design. I don't know what we're going to do, but um, this one is up Most there in style. any category. This has style. Technically, it's really pretty. Like I just, I think it looks really, really good. Um, what do you guys think about how the game looks and how it's um, presented as this kind of old school? 
just real Same quick. Um, it hasn't been announced for the Switch, but oh. they're not they're not ruling it out. So okay, but, Got it. but no no official announcement. Okay. Um, what do you guys think about this game so far? Whether it's the visual, let's start with the visual and the way it looks, the style, the design, all that stuff. Uh, it, it, it looks, it. yeah, it looks like a Kurosawa film, so it's a ripoff. So I hate it. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> get your own style. Moving on. And, Moving you know, on. Like, ugh. Uh, no, I, I think it looks great. You know, there's little bits like with just the, the wind picking up particles and stuff like that. Like, it's way more detailed than I thought it was going to be. Even when you like get cutscenes with like faces talking, I'm like. This actually looks really good. Yeah. You know, the, the the animation's a little stiff, you know? So when yes. people yeah, start moving yeah. around and doing stuff, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, but, like, it's super easy to forget because there's so much stuff going on in the background. Even when you're fighting, there's, like, pieces of buildings falling over. Maybe stuff's falling down in the background. Maybe you kill someone and they fall off a bridge and their body floats in the river towards the screen, you know? There's a lot of cool visual flourishes that, like, I... Uh, uh, are really eye grabbing and I'm I'm really enjoying. So uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, Tim. I think we're going to be talking about this in the end of the year in terms of like, uh, except if we have a best style category, you know. Yeah, if we have anything that's category. like that, yeah, because this was a hard one to put in. Is it realistic visuals? Kinda. Is it like stylized animated visuals? Kinda. Like it's yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's it's to me it's a tough one to parse out that way. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, and I know Jeff hates the way it looks. So we won't even ask him what he thinks. <laughs> No, I think uh, the visuals are are fantastic. This is pleasing so much of the film nerd side of me. Because mm. uh, this is just straight up, like like you said, Kurosawa. I mean, obviously, he's the one that kind of made the samurai movie famous. Um, at least to us Americans. Uh, you know, in Japan, they might have some different history. I don't know. He might, yeah, he might be the Michael Bay of their yeah. country. He might know. be the guy that's like ripping no, off. He, might, he, might, like, he might be the Zack Snyder yeah, of that. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Kurosawa verse. Get the Kurosawa cut. <laughs> There's I mean, going to be. Seven Samurai was like four hours. How, what, what's, what's a Kurosawa there's cut? No, yeah, it's got like two extra minutes. <laughs> oh, that's another cut of that movie. Yeah, it's too long. Yeah. 17 hours long. I love that movie so much. I've seen it yeah. twice because it's so long. Like It it's is. It's very so long. Brutal. It's so brutal. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not as... And I wish I knew more about film and stuff like that. But did he do Ran? Was that him too? Ran. I'm not familiar. He I'm did familiar uh, yeah. Yojimbo. Uh, Rashomon is probably the most famous. Rashomon. Uh, aside from Seven Samurai, because Seven Samurai bled into like what Westerns became, like with with Magnificent Seven and stuff like that. Yep, um, Kurosawa did Ran. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh awesome, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, he's got a place. Considered it was one favorite. of his Probably best one. It's yeah. best ones. It's a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's considered. I feel like they're all. I've never seen that one. I, I I haven't seen a lot. Yeah, of yeah. Them. You're probably right. You're probably right. I just that's the first one that came to mind for me outside of the Seven Samurai. Like, I guess, okay, that's the second one that comes to mind for me when I think about yeah. him. So Rashomon is the one that kind of ended up, I don't know, transforming Tarantino's career in a way, even though that was okay. many decades later. That's where the story is like, well, let me give you my point of view. And then it's like somebody else, like it's the same events, but it's like a different person. Like, well, the, we call it that. That's the term, right? It's Rashomon. It's Rashomon. It's a Rashomon story. Yeah. 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 So like that created a, a type of genre or at exactly. least a type of storytelling. You have yeah. a character going, that's not what I saw. And then what they saw play out plays out the, uh, way the last duel most recently is a roshan story exactly. yeah yeah so uh, trek Yomi, what do you oh, think sorry. about the setup for this game they set it up as a very clear like yeah, you're a kid at the beginning sale. getting trained yeah. and then guys i don't know if you knew this but bad stuff's gonna happen when the game opens i'm like wow a lot of bad stuff's gonna happen to a lot of people in this game and it, it's true a lot of bad Actually, stuff happens I, I take that back 
they were setting it up as a traditional revenge story, and then they totally surprised us in the first chapter. Yeah. And I love that about this game already. Uh, the story. That's least. true. Yeah, it doesn't really. I was like, oh, it's a revenge story. He's gonna grow up and you kill my father or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, because they, 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 they there's yeah. a very distinct look to the person. Yeah. But I mean, unless there's a, a twist later, like that's not the way Could exactly be. it's gonna be. But I think it, yeah. we're gonna find out that whoever he's hunting is tied to the bandits that did this to his village or something. But it yeah, like yeah, I think I think I, th I think that's where it's going, but. Sure. I don't know either. But it does start off very Kurosawa, where it's like bandits attacked a village and killed a lot of people. I was just gonna and, say that you know, like, like, bandits. Yeah, I think it's of bandits. Bandits, and I think yeah. bandits are like the lowest level enemies you fight in most RPGs. As you just yeah. start out, like it's just bandits. They're easy. They're weak, uh, and then you get to the real bad guys. Like no, sure. the bandits are the real bad guys. The ones with pads and stuff. <laughs> yeah, those guys. Yeah. Pains in the butt. They oh are. yeah, with the ones yeah. But at least yeah, you can stun them and then give them the execution and heavy health back. Heavy attacks are combat good a bit. Ones, so the combat is, of course, a side scrolling when you're in combat mode. I think the the somewhat 3D exploration elements they give you, and it's not super open or anything, but they they allow you to move into more of a 3D space when you're just exploring. You'll put your sword away and you can kind of explore, find items, maybe find a little side road that like sometimes there's a not very obvious like fence or door and you right. can just walk into it or kick it open or whatever you're like oh I didn't yeah, those like exploration uh, segments are like 2.5d i guess you'd call it you know yeah. like it's just yeah. like it's just not quite you know like you can go in anywhere but yeah it's and, then and as i soon like as, that as soon as the combat starts it shifts to t like all you can do is left right like it's just they don't try to mix it, turn mix it up with that mm -hmm. and usually like they're really cinematic like angles and stuff like that which i yep. just love that's, oh my that's there's the so many moments that, that's the stuff yeah. that the film nerd in me is like just loving adoring is like each time you enter a new frame, it's from a different angle almost. Almost every time. The um, framing is very purposeful. That's true. Yeah. 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 And it's it's definitely to sell it as more cinematic. It's not really because it looks better, like it looks easier to navigate around or whatever. Like it's just, it's like this looks more like a film. Yeah. And I love that. I do too. I think, I think visually this game is crushing. I think story-wise, it's exactly what I expected from what the visuals are showing me. So it's like, it's all like syncing up the way I would expect. Even the combat to me syncs up the way I would expect where it's very much like, like I'm supposed to be able to mow my way through most of these low-level enemies and then you're going to get a little bit tougher and then bosses are significantly tougher. Like it's doing what I expect. Um, I do think, at least at the beginning, there's some repetitiveness, but it's not bad. It's more just kind of like, they, gi they give you a lot right out of the gate. They give you a bunch of different attack styles. You can hold up or hold down while you attack. There's a strong attack. There's something you can throw. But in the end, I've tried all those things, and some of them, are they have varying degrees of success. But the most successful thing that I have through two and a half chapters of the game so far is, which is almost half the game, is just time the parry and then do attack, attack. Mm -hmm. And then time the yep. parry and then attack, attack. And then, like that's that's the most, to me, that's the way to be stay alive because you can die pretty quickly. And so mm. to, that's the best way to stay alive and do the most damage. Now, there are a few situations where they're teaching you how to do that stab move when they're stunned. I've only seen two enemies maybe that get stunned. Like it's not stunning them isn't necessarily easy or obvious on how to do no. that. So I don't I've seen it more but I don't know how I'm doing it. So I don't mean to say that in a way where I'm like, "Oh, I'm doing it, Tim," cuz I don't know how it's activated. There's a combo. <laughs> so if you hit like XXY on the Xbox okay. controller, it's like light light heavy. Uh -huh. then that can stun most enemies. But okay. I can't usually pull that off without getting hit. I can pull it off, but then they're going to... They, it's they hard swing. to get three consecutive hits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why I do like attack, attack, and then block or parry, and then attack, attack. And so that's that's, what's when, that's what worked in the boss fight. I died like four times in the boss fight trying to do all the different things they've taught me. And then I was like, you know what? 
I'm just going to do the parry and attacks, and that's what worked. Yeah. So I was finding that I was moving around too much. Like the game really wants you to plant hmm. and then like attack, you know, or it feels like it to me. They want you to plant, let them come to you, you know, or at least make some progress towards them and plant because like every time I'm pressing forward to, to attack and do something, they always do the thrust, you know, or sometimes oh, yeah. maybe I'm pressing a button while I'm moving and I'll just turn around completely. And these are all things. I'm not saying this is bad design. I'm just saying yeah. I'm, I'm doing too much while I've turned around by accident so many times. Oh yeah. I, I just, I feel like the more that you just plant and like you said, use the up and down and then attack button like combos or whatever. So it's like, you're, you're doing different. Um, uh, I don't know. You're just attacking a little differently. I think yeah. I'm having more success with that than I am trying to like move towards people and like be really aggressive sure. and stuff like that so uh like you said like really rely on that parry that's pretty good it's it's, it, it's kind of tricky to pull off at first but i feel like i've hit a groove with it um yes. again my animations are stiff you know like there's just there's some stuff to the combat that like people were talking about we're like it's just not it's not bad but you know it's not blowing my skirt up or anything like that i, I kind of feel that way as well but I feel like it. The more I'm with it, the more it kind of feels samurai because yeah. you don't see a lot of Kurosawa films where the two guys are dancing around each other. Right. There's a lot of standing there and staring <laughs> at each other, and one person attacks, the other person blocks, you know. And then like maybe there's another volley. Like, and the more I play like that, the more it's fitting to the aesthetic of the game. And the more yeah. I'm having success to it as well. That's true. Uh, but it doesn't mean it makes it like it's as fun as Batman Arkham, guys. Or you know, it, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't mean that it's as flashy as that or anything like that. It just means that like I don't know. I'm, I'm getting more comfortable with it as there's much worse combat systems out there don't get me yeah wrong. i agree yeah there's Falcon so many worse ones wait did it have combat i don't remember <laughs> something <laughs> with it had something something <laughs> with costumes and spinning around i don't know um but yeah no there's definitely much worse ones i think for me it's it's very very satisfying when you do like the quick like slash slash and then they, yeah. they fall down like and the blood just kind of like shoots out in this oh, yeah. straight arc mm -hmm. like it's just yeah. very satisfying. It's like, I am mm -hmm. a samurai right now. Whoosh, whoosh. It feels great. So is but, it blood red and everything else is still no, gray? It's, or? it's all still no, black. Everything's and black and white. Yeah, I haven't seen the anything. Blood should be that's... red. Blood sure, blood yeah. Red. It's a stylistic choice for sure, and oh. I, uh, one that I it's, like. But what, what game was that? Was that Mad World back on the Wii or something that did black and that? white and then red yeah. blood? Yeah, that was that. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, the other? Um, I've noticed that during combat, there's a weird stutter when the enemies are attacking. It's And I don't know if it's just the first couple chapters that's doing this for me. And it's not like the game frame rates are slowing down. I was looking at it. I was like, is this, is my, is my computer having trouble running this game? And, and it's not actually showing down, but there's a weird, like, it's almost like they pause. They're giving you a big window to parry. And I'm only playing mm -hmm. it on medium mm -hmm. difficulty. So there's like really easy difficulty with a really big parry window. And they want to make sure that you don't die too much. There's the normal difficulty where it's, everything's kind of balanced and then of course they have the difficult like the hard level and then there's one that's grayed out which i assume is like ridiculous you know kurosawa mode or whatever they're gonna call it um so Good. but i'm playing it on normal and it's just a really brief it's like maybe a half second maybe not even that that's way too long maybe like it's a tenth of a second where it's almost like it's giving you that second like i'm gonna attack oh okay and it's like they give me a second mm. parry and i don't and that makes it very easy in some ways. Like once I picked up on that little animation, like stutter, and even yeah. the boss did it. There was like a little moment where they're giving me to parry. So I don't know. I thought that was like to me that takes the smoothness of it away a little bit. I don't really want that. Like I, I want the parrying to be challenging, but something I can pick like up. Like it should be a slower swing overall, but right. it's more of a stutter. You're saying like they're almost like they're stopping mid swing, and it's like, almost well, like I don't want to call it an eye frame, but it's like a it's a yeah. it's a fairy frame almost. That, it's, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much like a, just a, a I mean, it's so brief. It's so like subtle. 
the game doesn't actually freeze. It's almost like they go to slow mo just for that split half sure. second or less. Yeah. Just to get and it's it's helping me. Like it's it's allowed me to parry a lot more than I probably would normally be able to, especially at the beginning. But I don't know. It's little things like that that I'm like, it doesn't quite have that smoothness that I've seen in other games where I love the combat. But it's not I don't dislike it at all. It's not like bad. It's more of okay, the, the combat is um it's not groundbreaking and it's not the reason I'm gonna keep playing. Although it's it's not gonna keep me away. The reason I'm gonna keep playing is very compelled by the visual style and and I'm curious where they go with the story, even though I kind of have an idea. <laughs> I mean, these stories aren't usually super groundbreaking. Yeah, um, right. But uh, but I am very intrigued by the just the the world and the visuals and all that stuff. So I'm very into that. Um, even though the combat is fine. I was telling Jeff this on our chat too. They do reward you for taking a side path first. So if there's an yeah. obvious path forward, I encourage you to check out the little side tunnel or path or branch before you do that. I've killed off groups of enemies at least three or four times in the first couple chapters that are standing around talking. And if you take the side path first, you might be able to, in one case, you can drop this big load of logs on them from above. You know, it's on. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's another one where you, they're in a tunnel and you can kill them with, there's something you drop on them. I forget what it is that time. There's another one where you're back in the village and there's two guys on the bridge. One of them's got the padded armor, which is annoying. Um, and I fought them first and then realized I should have gone under the bridge first because I can actually push the log out from underneath it and the bridge collapses and they would have died. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Couple things like that. They, I think they're, I think throughout this game, there's going to be moments like that where cool. taking the side path rewards you. So I don't know. I, I like it a lot. I think it's a really mm. solid game. hundred percent worth checking out in game pass for sure. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. And even on, I mean, I think it's only 20 bucks and right now it's on it's sale for like bucks. 17. On I do, and, the, and the visuals are worth the price of admission alone in my yeah. opinion. So mm-hmm. give it a go. Yeah, The combat's simple, but I, I it's honestly, it's not a triple a game. So the combat is about where I expect it to be. Uh, yeah. I, I guess I that. didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. It's a, you know, Devolver digital published it somebody else some no-name studio and it's competent like when i die i haven't been getting like it's not like dark souls hard or anything like that when i die i'm like ah, that was my fault you know like and i just get back in and start doing it again like there's not a uh there's not a cheapness to like the 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 difficulty to like your abilities with the mechanics so i I don't know i'm i'm really enjoying it i I find it's it's because i'm not playing defensive enough i'm normal i'm i'm so offensive when it comes to melee games Mm -hmm. uh no i'm so offensive i say like (laughs) you know slurs uh, no, uh, uh, I, I, I like I, to say I, slurs. I play on the offensive. What kind specifically, um, Jeff? <laughs> List all of them. Yeah, I can I? Kind of like with the Jedi Fallen Order, this one's like, just pause and take a breath and uh, yeah. wait. Yeah. Just like wait for the hit yeah. to come in, and that's when you can parry. And sometimes mm-hmm. it parries, I don't know. There's a weird timing to it. It really depends on what the enemy's wearing, which I know there's not colors, but you can kind of tell from outfit length, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, is this a little little bitch enemy that I can just <laughs> yeah carry once and then slash him and he's done, or is this yeah. one of the tougher guys that just like goes left, right, like you know, he's like a pirate or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> those lightning sword guys have been fun to yeah. fight. The really yeah. quick ones, you know. Yeah. I've been I've been having fun with those fights. Because we're just dodging each other. Like, I'm taking steps back. He said, it's it's fun. I, I've they, done some pretty cool cinematic fights. The, the movies that these are that this is clearly based on do this too. But games like this make it so easy to not feel guilty about killing so many enemies. Because they're all cackling, evil, horrible people. <laughs> that are just, yeah. like, pillaging and destroying and just ruining lives and ending people with, joy, with glee. And so it's like, all right, you're pure. You're 
you're all the Joker, basically. So I'm just going to kill yeah, you. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, so they do a good job of making it like, don't worry about this. There's no nuance to this. They, they don't like have a family at home and now you have to feel There's bad. There's no don't gray worry. area here. No gray yeah, area. It's not, it's not Last of Us. There's no dog that's no. going to like that. Yeah. No. yeah, there won't be, I don't think, Revenge of Yomi where they come back and attack you for killing their village. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After you're done Please trekking. Please sequel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Devolver, though, and Jeff mentioned that, I wanted to highlight this real quick. There is a sale going on. I believe it's through, yeah, it's through next week even, so you've got some time. Devolver, they even tweeted this out the night before. On Wednesday, they tweeted out, don't buy anything on Steam until tomorrow. Trust us. Huh. I just thought that was funny because they, they knew they were about to launch a massive sale. And so I clicked on it just to see what's on sale. I love a good Steam sale. Hmm. Some stuff is up to 90% off depending on the game. You know, the newer stuff, not as much. Like Trek to Yomi is just two bucks off you know it's instead of 19.99 it's 17.99 so not a big drop off but even more recent stuff like weird west which i forgot that they published instead of mm-hmm. 40 it's only 30 on steam and i'm just going to list off real quick some of the games that they've published their catalog is insane um and this is all on sale so it inscription death store loop hero um <laughs> katana zero i almost said serious sand oh game. inscription yeah that's I need to get back on them. Yep, all the serious Sam games if you like those. Uh, Enter the Gungeon, Ape Out, which is down to Ape Out's fun. Just under four bucks. That game, if you liked Hotline Miami, it's that style of gameplay. But it oh, I looks, do. Like, but you're an ape, and the art style is just yeah, unique. very unique and and really challenging. But it's fast. Like when you die, you quickly reload and try again. And yeah, like Hotline Miami. Speaking of which, both of those games are on are incredible discounts, like eighty percent uh, off. Hotline people. Miami too has one of the greatest game soundtracks of all time. So so good. Oh. Yeah, you, you could get both those games for five bucks on Steam. Um, uh, Katana Zero. Yeah, Katana, Katana Zero. Zero is amazing. Yeah, that, I, mentioned, a, that's I mentioned that, but I think I'm going through ah, it kind of fast. I missed it. Um, the Messenger is another one. That's Messenger's uh, good. Messenger's good. Crossing Souls is on Game Pass, but it's also down to three bucks on on um, on Steam if you're interested in that. Uh, my friend Pedro, Absolver. Yeah, yeah. great game. My oh, so good. <laughs> um, yeah, Jeff, you like uh, my Jeff, friend you liked Pedro. Observation, right? observation yeah you I like played that. observation yeah oh, okay love that game it's a good game uh gris or grease or green oh man i, gris. Game. No, I love yeah. that game too that yeah. visual now French that's game. now that sounddrack oh my i actually yeah. that's a great soundtrack, soundtrack yeah. that game is really pretty that game is and uh well yeah. is down to under a dollar stop playing gris greek greek whatever the talus principle is a good one i don't know talus principle uh, it is uh, Broforce. It's a puzzler, so I don't Broforce know. You, is awesome, man. If you yeah, like Broforce kind of like a multiplayer silly Contra-ish, Contra ish, yeah. yeah, that's 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 good. That, that game is hilarious, man. It's like it's all very it's, good, rip, yeah. it's ripping off all these like seventies, eighties, nineties action hero dudes, mm-hmm, and yeah. uh, it's, it's I mean it's called Broforce. I mean it's exactly like Commando, <laughs> the satire of the video game. It's know, so like, funny. They're very yeah. self-aware. I love it. Um, yeah. Titan Souls, which I played and beat a long time ago, is down to a buck fifty. It's very challenging, but it's good. And then Jeff talked about this one last year. It's called Olija. Olija. Olia. 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 Okay. Yeah, I think they. That one's what, on sale. They say that it, it's mostly a game that has gibberish in it, but they say Olia. Okay. Um, I mean, but yeah, so it's many. like a it's like a Metroidvania type thing, and you get like a new weapon along the way and stuff like that, and you can yeah. teleport using a. Mm-hmm. Like a fishing rod thing or something. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Sort of I mean, Devolver. Oh, Carrion, yeah. I mean, Devolver is a. Oh, Carrion's good. Yeah. They're a very unique studio. They publish I love some them. wacky stuff, and their presentations are always like 
I don't know what we're about to see when we fire that up. Like, it's going to be wacky and weird. Yeah. But, uh, I was going to say, if, if we have to trade E3 in so we can keep getting digital Devolver, <laughs> like, press conferences, it's a good trade. It's we a made good a good trade, trade guys. We got, we got E3 Keeley, you know, every summer yeah. will be fun. Yeah. Now they have uh, to I, I just Keeley. need to have now, now that, Keeley like... Yeah. yeah, well, I just... I really need that, like, Tim and Eric-style, zany, crazy, gory comedy yeah. that they do every year. It's like a yeah. sketch. Like, you're, you're barely there for the games. I'm, I'm literally... <laughs> There for the and last it's, and it's a linear story every year they pick it up is, right where they left yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, it's like to be continued, right? Yeah, well, the last one was all about like the cinematic universe. We're doing the Devolver Digital uh-huh. Cinematic, and like it was just it's just so self aware and so yeah. great, you know. So I love it, and I feel like that whole like and no one phones it in, like they all really yeah. perform. Yeah. And that's really that main perform. woman that yeah. has you know, she's an actor, kind of... like she's a real actress, I think. I don't, I don't think she's great. Yeah, she's fantastic, so she was great. Um, but yeah, their catalog is incredible. So um, what a great sale there on Steam. I don't know if they have sales on other platforms or not, but I know on Steam, that's the one that was highlighted. And go check it out. If you've got a PC or if you think you might get a Steam Deck, it's worth grabbing a couple of games for the library before that arrives, hopefully later this year, if you get one of those. Um, okay, I played a little bit of this game called Unsold, which came out on Game Pass last week. I think it's been on PC for a minute, um, but it's just now hitting consoles. I had that downloaded. Yeah, how is that? Yeah, Unsold is interesting. Um, it's got like kind of a pixelated but very cool smooth like think dead cells pixelation where it's like okay this is pixel art and yet it looks very modern and it's animation and it's level of mm-hmm. detail uh it's got a bit of that overhead isometric feel even though it is a 2d game so you're kind of moving in like a, like a what looks like a 3d space even though everything's in 2d it's very fast paced um they introduce a lot of combat mechanics to you at once it's not like it's all difficult. It's just there's a lot. There's a dodge. There's a magic move. There's absorb moves. There's if you hold in the trigger and then hit these various buttons, you'll do a special move. There's a dash attack and like you. There's a lot all at once, but it is very cool and the style is very cool. So, I think if you are uh, kind of up for another RPG action RPG adventure, this one's definitely worth checking out. Cool. Um, but um, it, it is it is challenging, but it's not like I didn't find it to be punishing necessarily. But it is challenging. So, but I like it. I think it's pretty stylish, pretty cool. I like it. Um, almost every move is upgradable too. So that's that's cool too. And th- that's one of the things that it's a little overwhelming when you first go to upgrade something. There's a list of like 12 moves that you already have unlocked. So it's like, wow, I can already do all these. Which one should I do against this group of enemies? Like that that can feel overwhelming, as opposed mm-hmm. to introducing you to one move at a time. But um, anyway, I like it. I think Unsold is pretty cool. Cool. Um, but the game that I played finally circled back to and finished. That. This is what I've been playing most of this week, most evenings this week, and then yes. uh, finished it up today. And that was Horizon Forbidden West. I mean, just well, I mean, what a what a game, what a game right. this is. Yeah. It's such a good game. Uh, we could do like a, a more deep dive conversation on this if we decide to, whether it's a spoiler cast or just decide to circle back Let's later do it sooner on. sooner rather than later before I forget everything. Yeah, yeah. For real. I, I, I said it last weekend, but I should be beating it this weekend. I just okay. I had other games that I got to because I think I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm at the very end of this game, but yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm excited to talk about it. Like, yeah, I think I've, I think I left. I put in our chat ten to twelve. It might be closer to twenty hours worth of exploration and side quests that I left on the table. Like, there's a lot. I looked at my yeah. map, and there was only one tall neck that I didn't unlock. It's the very last one. On How dare you, sir? Area. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so that I didn't, one's the coolest one. Uh, I'm sure it is. Uh, but so I, but I didn't. It's one of those things where I was like, I want to get to the end of the story. I'm very compelled by the main storyline. I want to get through it. And um, 
And I also was like, this is a game I'm totally going to circle back to. Um, if not for a new game plus at some point, then definitely when DLC comes out, I'm going to be mm. revisiting this just like I did with Frozen Wild. I, I kind of <clears throat> treated that like a brand new game when I played it again. So yeah, it's a game I will be picking back up. But man, what a what a ride and what a great ending. And I got to tell you, every game, especially big open world games, should do the credits like they do. Uh, it's just uh, basically like yeah, a really yeah. cool kind of tour of this whole land that you just spent dozens yeah. and dozens of hours in it's just it it doesn't like it's a story thing it's just kind of a very visually pleasing way yeah. to well, here's the credits here's all the people involved in the game for the next 10 minutes you're just going to explore this land that you just it's a gorgeous game the environment yeah. is gorgeous so yeah it makes sense to just be yeah. like yeah i thought it was our... great i thought it was great i thought it was really cool but um yeah what a what a cool game really really happy that i spent i think it took me 55 hours and i was level 43 i think at the end so plenty of Give max out what a noob <laughs> what is max on that game 50 50 yeah 50 oh, okay um, um did you feel the emotional culmination tim of the ending <laughs> did you feel it did you feel that i did i mean i get i got very caught up in the story and i was really invested yeah, yeah by know, the end yeah. i was like let's get to this final mission ah! yeah, i was like yeah. so excited <laughs> to get through i gotta be honest the main storyline sort of lost me a bit when there's a part in the game where you get to kind of like your center base and then they send you go to one of these three places. And as you're going to each sure. of those and the stuff in between, there were certainly some super highlight moments. And we talked about them already on on past mm-hmm. shows. We'll talk about them later. Um, there are some great <laughs> highlight moments. But overall, I was not that like, I can't wait to see what happens in the main storyline. It was more like yeah. these cool little capsulated mm. stories here and there. And it wasn't until um, there's a there's a build up to that big Gemini mission you guys Gemini, have already yeah uh, yep. so mm-hmm. there's a build up or to if that you're mission. Neil Armstrong in, in NASA Gemini for some reason Gemini get out of here Gemini. Gemini. yeah go right watch away, First Man they say Gemini the entire movie here, and I'm Gemini. like what is wrong with you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah so once you get to that mission and on like I was like man I shouldn't have started this if I had wanted to do any more open world random stuff because now I don't care about the open world stuff I just want to get to right. the next thing here because. Yeah. Very compelling, very interesting, really good performances. I mean, so oh, many yeah. optional dialogue and interaction moments. Like I kept talking to my my friends until the exclamation, exclamation points were all gone, just because I think yeah. their conversations are so interesting. And I do skip through some of them because I'm reading it faster than they're saying it. So right. I, I skip through, but it's more like a fast forward than a skip. Like I'm still catching on to what's being said. I just mm-hmm. yeah. um, who who's your favorite um, buddy there at the at the base? Because gotta be Catalo. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, dude, that guy is so cool. Is he the one game with, I want to yeah. go game with no. just Katara. Yeah, I, 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 like, no, I, I haven't gotten to the end, so I don't know if he like uh, gets better, but I don't need him to because he's my favorite character. He's so the best, dude. as of yeah. where I'm at in the game. So there's a side cool. mission where did you, you do his side mission? Yeah, uh, the, the re- reclaim what's missing or whatever that one's called, find what's I, lost. I yeah yeah I did okay. yeah. Okay, so mild spoilers. Skip ahead like a minute if you don't want to hear this in this game. It's it's a side mission spoiler. Okay, skip ahead. That's your warning. Okay, so he, of course, doesn't have an arm. And so mm. the side mission is to help him test out this arm that Gaia helped him to develop. Yeah. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, I would totally play a full DLC you know, set of missions where you play as him and you could put on different arms yeah, and yeah. like have different abilities. I was just like, I could totally see this working because he is it's awesome. like Devil May Cry 5. When the mission ended and he took off his arm, that's when I was like, oh, this guy's my favorite character. Yeah, because yeah. well, his I like reasoning how, was, that's like, not who I am. I'm just using right. combat. I'm, I'm yeah. it, but I'll, I'll put it back on when I need it. I'm like, you're the best, man. Yeah, he's, I like yeah. this guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's 
Yeah. yeah, and he still was just like destroying Aaron and arm wrestling and stuff like that. And uh, I, he's yeah, just he's the just best. so cool. Just his yeah, whole and he demeanor. also has crazy respect and admiration for Aloy, but even for like when you when you make friends with Alva, the girl from that new Quen tribe, mm. and Quen as in not the not the Witcher spell that you do with Geralt, not that Quen. It's a tribe called Quen, and uh, a tribe called Quest. Quent. I don't get yeah. it. I don't get it. Um, but it's uh, explain it to me in, in explicit detail. Catalo, Catalo, and Alva, I think, have really good interaction because mm, he's yeah. very like one note. Will only speak when he has something he really needs to say. Like he's warrior very, tribe guy, you know. Very warrior she, tribe, yeah, but very she, like she doesn't her, stop. Yeah, and she's just like I want to learn nonstop, and I'm going to talk nonstop. And I just she, but she's likable. She didn't go yeah. to the realm of annoying for me. I know maybe some people feel like she's annoying. Yeah, I liked her. I, I liked her. Yeah, she was really charming. The voice actor they cast for it, I don't know who it was, but they did they did yeah. uh, the good job with that aspect yeah. of it. And her that tribe is just super interesting. I like the whole yeah. idea of. Treating, even though we know now, like, you know, some of that text might be a little outdated for them, mm -hmm. uh, them treating it like a whole religion and stuff. Yeah. And they actually took that and, and it enveloped it into their sort of civilization and yeah. embraced it. They have elders or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That, like, she has to consult before she can deviate from the scripture, yeah. uh, which is super <laughs> interesting and very like Jehovah's and a witness or uh, Scientology. Like now, it's super her, fascinating. Her side mission is one that I kind of wish I'd gotten to is a, something with Leviathan and water flowing. Like I was like, ah, I yeah. should have done that. Cause I, I have liked like all the main characters have their own little series of side missions you can do. Yeah. And hers yeah. was, the, hers is the only one that I didn't do. And I was like, yeah. I should have, oh, I liked her character. Um, so maybe I'll still go back. Hers was, uh, I want to say hers was in the area where you have to, uh, did you do it, Dan? Did you do her side mission? No. I, it oh. was, she said something again, about the Golden Gate Bridge. I think it's over near there. Yeah, so yeah, I think so. I think I think you had to scale for her side mission. I remember I think scaling a building because is that what Derek talking, was talking about? Where it's like the worst climbing? Yes. Yeah, because there are some <laughs> angles uh, where you're trying to climb and and you're like, okay, I see where I need to jump. It's over there. Like you know, maneuver so you can. Yeah. Do the arm thing, so I know you're good to jump over there. Yeah, and she, she starts to go like, oh. so I just fall like 16 times. Yeah. Uh, and then when I would spawn back up, Alva, I would spawn next to Alva, and she's like, hmm, I can't go that high. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> Neither can I. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that part was like frustrating. But once you get to the top and see the view and everything, it's like, okay, well, this is kind of cool. And then you get to glide down or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that stuff is cool, but like. And then, like, there were so many freaking, like, little secrets. I, I was one of those people where, like, anytime I entered a room, I was like, all right, what secrets are in here? Like, what, you know, like, what can I destroy? What I, I scan I so much in that game. Oh, oh yeah. It's like, scan, scan. scan so, because yeah. this is because this is the same uh, engine as uh, Death Stranding, uh, yeah, uh, Death Stranding really gets you in the mode of, like, scanning. You're, like, hitting that R3 button or whatever it is, and, like, it, it, it creates that thing. So, All like, I was I was ready for this game. Yeah. <laughs> and the amount of scanning it wants you to do because of Death Stranding, because yeah. I was just replaying it earlier this year. I forgot year, that was the same engine until the yeah, credits, the, uh, and there's a whole section where they're thinking... Kojima yep. Productions, and I was like, "Why? Oh yeah, yeah, the Decima. <laughs> yeah, it's it's their engine, but he kind of came in and did some tinkering because right. he's well, a genius. he was he was shopping around. I remember when he was who was yep. first like before he announced right. his trend. He's like, "I'm going to all these studios and be like, hey, what engine are you using?' So he picked mm -hmm. that one because it's gorgeous. And, and classic him. He knows how to like tinker to like make the engine better and it, even cooler that they gave him credit for it because like I don't really think you need to give him credit because like they're the ones that created the engine. So yeah, they had right. A, 
Yeah. What a cool relationship that they have, you know? Yeah. Yep. I did not Very realize cool. that. That's really cool. That's yeah, cool. I, I haven't gotten to the credits yet, so that's news to me. Spoilers. Thanks, Tim. Yeah. My bad. Spoilers, credits. Appreciate it, Tim. <laughs> hey, they also the final have, mission is so rad too. They by also way. have like those, uh, a whole section where they yeah. highlight gorilla babies that were born. Sorry, Kyle, but uh, <laughs> uh, they uh, the final mission is so rad. I can't wait for Kyle to get to it. Like, there's it's like a two hour thing, or however long it takes. Did you know you. what it gave me flashbacks to a little bit? Um, but it's like a raid mission, kind of, and it's like a long mission. It reminded yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. reminded good. me of kind of the what turns out to be the fake ending mission of Final Fantasy VI, because there's actually more to that game after that. But there's a mission where you pick your teams and divide up and go do different things. And mm-hmm. you don't... This game doesn't allow you to control different characters. Don't get me wrong. Final right. Fantasy VI, you control these different groups and you're trying... But it had that vibe to it where there's a big plan, this mm-hmm. big overwhelming force, but you've got this strategy that if you pull it off, it's going to be amazing. And so I just kind of had that same, like, I was getting amped for this final episode yeah and they just did a really good job with that and i i really enjoyed the landscapes look great like they they really nailed the epicness whenever like it seemed i don't know there's like a really cool moment involving machines uh, (laughs) machines Uh, there's a really really cool moment and like the fact that all that stuff is happening like in the background as you're like running towards your destination i'm like they did such a good did you also notice i won't say what character it is but there's a certain character who throughout uh really both games likes to say you'll know when you need to know and he got that thrown back at him like three times in the final oh, yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it, it totally to no i was the like reverse there right the role's totally yeah, it was perfect big yeah. time um so anyway i i They're, love this like, game man what a, you kidding I mean, me with this <laughs> this is this is exactly what i want in an open world you know uh action rpg game like it, it just hit all the right notes and i know we've given it our fair share of criticisms like well the climbing's not perfect no it's not and it still had its issues all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Even on that final mission, I'm like, oh my gosh, can you just open a path for me? I don't want to climb up this, these two rocks. Like, right. there were still those little moments. Can I get those Elden Ring, like, wind? Like, yeah, yeah. let yeah. me jump with my yeah. horse. Let me just jump with my horse. Um, Realistically, jump up, double jump with my horse. Such a totally <laughs> real thing. Yeah. It's actually do. more of a... I would rather them create ludonarrative dissonance than me ever have to like, jump up with <laughs> yeah. this game. I, um, I, I feel you. <laughs> My kids pointed out that it's more of a goat in Elden Ring than a horse. Um, mm. They're not—they're not totally wrong because the way that it jumps and the way yeah. that it looks with the horns. Um, but anyway, all that to say, uh, we've already pointed out some of the negatives. There's so much positive though, man. The, and I think any game that wants to use bow and arrow combat needs to—I'm okay with them copying what they did in this game because the bow and arrow combat is so good. All the different ammo types and bow types, and uh, and there's still room to improve it. But man, is it so good! Um, I really enjoyed it. So There's a lot going on there, yeah. There is a ton going on. Like, once you get into a groove, and I, I think they do a good job of allowing you to pick how you want to approach, but I got into the groove with, okay, there's a certain elemental type of weapon that I want to use to start every fight, and once that, once you build up that elemental thing, and, you know, it kind of, like, mm-hmm. procs, right? And then you now you've got the countdown of how long that affects them. For me, it was acid, and so I would just bombard them with acid arrows, and then I would just start demolishing with my mo- biggest explosives and he- most heavy hitting, just um, the piercing aerials and stuff like that. And that worked really well on those final few missions of the game. Like I found that all the mi- the machine battles were still challenging, but not to the point where I was putting my controller down and taking a deep breath. Like yeah. some of the some of the mid game stuff was making me do that. 
So the big boys are a bit of a struggle, especially the one that goes on. I forget the was a rock breaker that that douche that just goes right under the sand. Yeah, yeah. I and thought one, I thought one of those, and I was like, oh, I'm never doing that again. Cool. Yeah, I, ha- I hated that is. one particularly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's he's horrible. And I also I'm not a big fan of the Stormbirds. I love their design. But sure. like because of the way the lock on system works, if you have any kind of rocks or outcropping or anything near you and you lose sight of them, they can just land on you at this huge like boom. And it's like, mm-hmm. all, right, all right, I can't. This is, you, this is frustrating. You just, it's like undodgeable, too. Like it's right. They find they a way to get like, staggered oh, really easily. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get staggered but really easily. She does. Um, oh, the other other thing that we haven't mentioned in terms of, you know, maybe things I hope they improve in the next game. I really hope they improve the way that you manage your items and then use them along the bottom left. So when you hit left and right on the control pad to select and then down to use, God, like that works. That works fine. It's just it's weirdly overcrowded. And then even when you hold down and go into the change menu, it's not easy. You can't even go into your equipment menu and easily swap things out. There's a few like weird menus you have to dip through yeah. to get to it. I did be able to organize that, right? You should be able to organize it, it how you, you want. You should be able to very easily organize it. Like, like, a, like a Souls game, because like like you, right. you can put a lot of stuff in that yes. equipable thing, you but pick, like, you like, can here's, organize here's it. Your, I think there's 14 or 16 slots or something like that. So just let me get to a drag-and-drop menu and put the items there. But instead, you have to kind of cycle through, and it'll say, like, slot 6, and you have to pick that and then go find the item, put it in there. Um, and they don't really explain it to you. There's no like explanation on how to use this. And then also they don't explain to you the potions thing where you can only carry a certain number of potions total. Right, right. Not like of each kind, but potions total. So if you've got three large health potions, then you probably can't carry one of the yeah. standards too. Yeah. So it's it's little things like that. I'm like, okay, they need this little area needs to be cleaned up a little bit because it, you know, it's a little doesn't make a ton of sense to me. But man, those are just nitpicks because the game is so fun. Yeah. So good. Rules. So good. My adrenaline was just rolling. And by the end, I just kind of sat back and watched that credit sequence like, oh, my because my heart was racing. You know, it was, it's really, really good. Um, highly, highly recommend. Great setup for a sequel, it sounds like. I mean, yeah. oh, absolutely. They're making assumptions that there's a sequel. Gotta so. be. <laughs> absolutely. Gotta be. Yeah. Um, all right. I still can't believe that's only their second game in that genre that they've made yeah i know and, <laughs> and, and, all, just, and well, all they made know, before that was yeah. first person shooters that's all they made for, before like this. for being a company that chased the heels of halo for so long like for them to make such a move to be like you know we're just gonna make a dinosaur game with vikings and spears <laughs> and bow and arrows i was like okay yeah and and for them to like kill it this much because they're using a lot of greatest hit mechanics like in this yeah. game but yeah. the execution maybe again platforming aside excellent like absolutely uh, you can make fun of like climbing on towers and unlocking like points all day or whatever like oh i've done it so many times yeah you have but like i don't know this game fits that mold of of i i like traversing through the game in yeah. that way you know i I, I like seeing something off in the background and going to it and stuff like that like, but i got it oh do we lose the oh thank god he froze thank god <laughs> Oh, oh, there. Sorry, say it again. You're, go oh. to hell, Jeff. Um, <laughs> they they improved just the because the one of the main problems as far as like um was like the facial stuff and, and the voice acting right in the first sure. game. So they they oh, vastly yeah. improved it in this one, which made you more you know interested in um. This is what I think of when I see your face, Jeff. <laughs> um, when when the characters are talking in this one, any side ca- even side characters, yep. you're like I'm super invested in whatever is going Big on. And this this is they not have- even important. But, they did a very good job of like making sure that, that wasn't a problem again. Um, and Tim, you and I were talking like, 
No, no open world fatigue on my end. Nope. As long as you're executing it just like this, yep. You make a you make a ten of these a year. I don't care. I'll play them. Like, um, not Horizons, but like as long as there are any games executed like this, I'm I'm just give me all the open world games. What I, was I, the one we talked about? Oh, I think we mentioned Rage too. Like games like that. That's an open world right. game. I don't right. need more games like that where it's very. No, don't do that one. Don't do that. Don't do that one. Don't do but that like, one. Yeah, they they fill this world with really interesting things to see. I wanted to do the to talk to. Yeah, I couldn't wait to get to the credits of Rage Two. I'm just like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. This you like felt the rage. And, yeah. and you wanted it to end. My my Absolutely. favorite thing about Rage Two was that the shotgun felt really good, and everything else I don't remember at all about that game. It was such a forgettable game to me, but shotgun felt really good. <laughs> it's gotten way too much airtime. I'm sorry I brought it up again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm angry just uh, thinking. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, you watched Sonic 2. Any thoughts outside of what I shared about how it's it's fine? It's a fine... F- I second your it's fine take. Uh, in fact, I ended up, like, dead in the middle, basically, on how I felt about it. Because, like, um, the first one, I went into it going, this is going to be a heap of garbage. And people only like it because kids like it, basically. Um, and it ended up, like, impressing me in the sense that it was not garbage. Uh, yeah. It was still was not... It was a fun movie, me, right? But it was, like, it was, fi- it was fine fun. You know what I mean? It was, like, I'll forget this in an hour fun. Uh, and then the second one just did more of the same, but with, like, a little more characters, obviously, that we all know from the games. Um, but it was just so much more of the same that I came down kind of liking it a little less than the first that's one. Fair. Yeah, that's um, fair. That uh, if that had been the I didn't hate it though. If that had been the first movie, you might have been like, yeah, this is this is decent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was the second, and so yeah, I get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. Uh, you y'all, two, y'all two are the reason, except Tim, especially Tim and his uh, 17 kids, that this movie is the greatest uh, selling movie of all time in the video <laughs> yeah. game genre. So yeah, we, good job, you. Good job you two specifically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was, uh, it was, my kids really liked it. Like they came out of the going, cool. I right. can't wait until we can buy and I like it, watch it at home. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I like kids. I right. do that, that. That's cool to me that kids like Sonic. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like yeah, Sonic yeah. is such an our generation thing. It's like, oh, oh, Blue Hedgehog goes really fast. That's a video game, you know. Yeah. So like the fact that like there's this sudden amount of care for it, and, I'm not gonna poop. Well, that. the first one cool. opens like, almost like Ori in the Blind Forest with its setting and like the the old wizened owl, right, and right, there's right. kind of the sad moment where it's like, oh, he's off on his own now. And then when you really get to know him. He's very much like a Home Alone style kid where he's sure. goofy, he's having fun, he's like not really messing with the town, but he's like sneaking around town doing all kinds of stuff. And then he's also messing with the cop. Like that opening sequence was very charming in the first one where he's like trying to see how fast he can go and then peeking mm-hmm. behind the car to see what, you know, what his speed was. Yeah, yeah. Like that just had a huge charming element to it, I thought that I, was, I wasn't expecting. So I was right there with Jeff. I was I like, I was expecting garbage, but it's kind of charming me into liking it more than I expected. Yeah. And uh, and the second movie, because I was already now, I was expecting to be kind of like pleasantly charmed and think it's okay. It kind of just hit all those same notes, and I was like, all right, I don't think I need to see a third yeah. one if you make it, unless my kids make me. Oh, <laughs> you need to see. Oh, it. they're gonna do it because that, that studio sounds like they committed to this. Well, there's a there's a final scene where right. they're definitely committing. To oh, it. of course. I, I saw a snippet of like kids just screaming like, oh my god. <laughs> there was a full grown man in our theater who yelled it out. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god! And they show, there's a character that they tease at the end for you know. I said on Twitter that this movie was fine. I was very whelmed by Sonic Two. Yeah. <laughs> and he and somebody replied, uh, somebody that it's a mutual follow. We follow each other. We know each other. Yeah. And he was like, but like, well, in like a good way. Like he was trying to keep a pee. He was trying to keep a pee and like make it sound like I loved it as much as he did. And I was like, I just said, ha 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 ha. It sounds like you really liked it. And then he goes. <laughs> And he goes, Sonic's one of my favorite things in the planet I grew up with, or whatever. And I'm yeah, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, how is Sonic your favorite? Because he's like, never, he, he's never played Mario. That's what it is. I was gonna say. When the Mario movie comes out, like everybody that loved Mario growing up is gonna be like, all right, here it comes. Here's some yeah. Mario. Yeah. We better not just like Mario because we grew up with Mario, guys. I, I know, like, for we real. Need take, we need to take a stand, all right? Andy, <laughs> Chris Pratt going, going doink to doink, just guy. like Mario. I was less whelmed with the first movie than you two, <laughs> but like, I love Sonic, right. and I'm what, just for it to be good. What if, it's like, what if it's Burt Macklin with an Italian accent, and that's mm. what Mario is? All right, I'm on board with this. Um, I can. Well, who's the karate character that he does? Can I get that character uh, instead? Johnny Karate. Johnny I'm Karate. Gonna, I get that character instead. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Karate <laughs> talks about waking up with sex hair in the next morning. <laughs> he got sex <laughs> hair, baby. Got from me. Got from me. All right. Much more importantly than Sonic, uh, of course, this weekend is the next major Marvel movie release. That's Doctor Strange oh, and the Multiverse. This is Marvel chat. We Madness. Have a couple Marvel things to talk about. Yeah. We do. We do have a couple oh, Marvel yeah. things. Um, but let's let's get some. I mean, Doctor Strange is a, it's a huge moment. It's one of the first times, other than <laughs> Spider-Man, that we're finally getting a continuation of a, you know one of the characters from Endgame, so, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. So let's let's see what's going on with. I mean, outside of the TV shows, of course, this is the first one of the biggest theater experiences for this, and so I'm I'm excited to watch it whenever I get a chance to go see it. I know that Kyle and Jeff have both seen it. Dan, are you planning on seeing it too? Yeah, I'll I'll see it. I'll see it soon. I just wanted to give it a little bit of breathing room. So that's fair. Uh, what do you guys think of it? Of course, if you're listening or watching this, we'll keep it spoiler free. Although we might try to do a spoiler chat at some point. Um, but uh, what do you guys? I mean, what do you guys think? Have to. Uh, there's. Oh my god. There's so much. <laughs> it's it's just like, without spoiling, it's just like Spider-Man No Way Home, where it's like talking about this movie in any kind of capacity would sure. be problematic to to people's yeah. experiences. Uh, it's definitely a Doctor Strange movie. So if you like the first movie, you know, like, and you like the visual concepts of some of the headier, crazier, trippier yeah. moments, you're gonna get a lot of that. You know, um, you're gonna get some of that. You know, there, there's plenty of moments where there's where that is is happening. Uh, Buildings are doing things. That are... Uh, yeah. Should we just watch you know? the trailer and then that'll be your impressions. Should we watch the trailer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer? That's kind of how um, I feel about the movie. But, uh, well, the, <laughs> Do you guys the thing... remember the first trailer after No Way Home? Because that trailer was a load of shit. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was like the biggest misdirect that I've ever seen in my life. Oh. <laughs> the, the See, big, that's the a spoiler, big... Jeff. <laughs> the big thing with this, though, is oh, like, so man. we have a different director with this when it's Raimi. Raimi. Yeah. Um, which I mean, he directed the original three Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Sure, so I mean, that's a big that's a big deal, right? That's a big deal. So it, it definitely. And he reunited with Danny Elfman, who did all the Spider-Man movies with with yeah. Raimi. So yeah. there you go. Um, and uh, his score was like, whatever. I I didn't know. It was there are moments Elfman. that were like distracting for me, like and and the end where like he started doing like some weird '80s things with electric guitars, and I was like. In this Where movie? is this coming from? Yeah. Well, uh, it's like, it's, I don't know. I can't go into that. But, uh, <laughs> I can't go into that. Uh, when you just now described that, it almost, it almost Now that you mentioned of... that, I was like, oh, I remember the guitar part, and I do have yeah, the guitar, guitar kind of it, came out of nowhere. From it almost made me think, what was that game we played last year with the cool guitar music visual stuff? Um, uh, uh, oh. 
Um, Jason Schwartzman gets a art, artful escape. Oh, wow. Artful escape. Artful yeah. escape. There okay. you go. Like, I just thought of that when you said that. Like, kind of like all of a sudden out of nowhere, these electric guitars coming in, you know? like crazy space stuff. whales. I just, I just pictured. It's I pictured the same. Rainy, well, that's rainy why it's same vibes. In. Trippy stuff is going on, so trippy guitar music is playing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like that's you know there that's you kind of it's I, multiverse uh, of madness. So crazy things are yeah, happening. Yeah, Kyle, right? talk about your, uh, you saw, you had a whole 24 hours. I had like an hour to think about it. So you yeah, saw... yeah, I've slept on it. I've kind of, you know, I, 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 I really like this movie, but when people are, I think people's mileage are going to vary with this movie. Okay. I think this is probably going to be one of the more divisive doc, uh, Doctor Strange movie, uh, MCU movies, you know, uh, okay. uh, that, that are out there. I, I, again, I, I think that just how much you're in, uh, invested in certain characters are going to matter. Just how much you're invested in, like, some fan service is going to matter. If a lot of these things don't matter to you, this movie's probably not going to be great, you know? So it's it's okay. it's one of those things um, where... And, yeah, I guess if there's certain expectations for how, how much further you want the story of the whole universe to be progressed. You know, some people want isolated stories, kind of how we were talking with Moon Knight. Other people want the whole universe to jump forward 10 or 15 steps, you know? That's going to make, you know, your uh, acceptance of this movie vary. I'm very prepared for this movie to be super divisive, to be okay, honest. Sure. For me, I really liked it a lot. Uh, especially after, like, I, I walked out of the theater with two other people who, they were immediately like, that's my favorite Marvel movie ever. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to sleep on it. But, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know, and, oh, and my I, God, bro. I, I, I do, and Jeff, you're gonna hate this. I woke up this morning. I agree with them. It's one of my favorite movies of of them. One of is a, that's fine. One of is fine. We're in phase four, right, for Marvel? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Phase so four, thinking yeah. about the phase four films, which I know is tough because now the the series that are coming out feel like you know longer movies. The but anyway, thinking about just the films, right? So we've had yeah. Black Widow technically as part of phase four, even though yeah, whatever, um, whatever is exactly right. Shang Chi, <laughs> Eternals. And Spider-Man No Way Home, right? Those are our yeah. phase four films so far. Am I missing any? Yeah. No, no, you're not. I'm sorry. Okay. That's, that's right. Yeah. So if you're thinking about those movies, is this one like, I would say it's fair to say a lot of folks have thought of so far in phase four, the movies wise, a little inconsistent. Not right. like, not bad, right. but inconsistent. Not really sure what Marvel. Oh, Eternals, I guess would be the only one you forgot. Eternals. I thought I said Eternals. I thought oh, said maybe it. you did. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I did say, yeah, yeah. So it's a little <laughs> bit inconsistent, a little bit uneven. They're telling separate stories, which makes sense, but it's mm -hmm. also kind of like, where are we going with this? It doesn't have. So anyway, all that to say, do you feel like this either helps with Marvel Phase Four, or do you feel like, hey, on its own, this is just far away the best Phase Four movie so far? Like. Thinking of just the Phase 4 movies. I feel like Phase 4 has a lot of spinning plates right now. Uh, maybe too many. Can I just say, much. Phase yeah. 1, 2, and 3 was about the Infinity Stones and Thanos. And that's literally it. Like, right. other things are happening, but like, but this is about like the multiverse. It's about soon it's going to be about scrolls you know like you know with, with well, secret invasion that's coming out like it's there's a main soon... villain right that they're focusing on which is what was at the end of wandavision i guess right maybe i mean no, i mean there's that the, a spoiler main, the main villain that? that were the main villain that were that, so i think I, well yeah. i'm not saying who it is but the main villain that we're building towards is the one at the end of Loki, I think. Not, 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 I don't, I don't remember. That's what I oh, sorry, sorry, not WandaVision. I was going to say, I don't remember there being Loki. a major yeah. he's villain. An, uh, he's an Ant-Man, the villain. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get the next chapter of him and Ant-Man. But, like, every okay. time I think he's going to show up, 
like even in like Moon Knight, you know, and stuff like sure, that. Sure. It's like he has comic implications. And I know like, you're yeah. talking about. It's like the running joke now on certain YouTube videos where it's like it could be this guy, and you're oh, like, oh yeah, is it Mephisto? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Mephisto. Dude, I really, uh, I really hope he shows up in his uh, cowboy outfit from Heart of They Fall. That's what I want to see. That's... I'm here for it. I hope Mephisto never shows up and we all just keep chasing this dream that he's going to show up one day. Um, Sorry, but I meant Loki, yeah. The, the yeah, no, no, I, I get what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I, Shang-Chi was really confident for, for a new movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. I felt right. really, really, yeah. really confident. I've heard the really... opposite about Eternals, which I still haven't watched yet. That really? is really Yeah. I, yeah, it was it was Shang-Chi fine. No, no, no. Is like very I've heard that it's not, man. but I've heard yeah, it's that's... not confident. Like it's, it doesn't oh, really. Oh yeah, there, it, it, it feels yeah. like I've heard, I would not describe Eternals as confident. You that's know what I'm saying. Mean? I've heard yeah. that they're almost like holding back. Like we're not sure this is gonna land, so we're gonna like we're not gonna really commit super. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a an over. There are things that happen in it that are important. I mean, well, and and you have to, and and like just to kind of, because you're saying to kind of compare these movies or whatever. Yeah. Like Spider-Man, I was not surprised by the things that we saw in that movie because everything okay. was leaked and every, you know, we all, everybody had fan theories and like it all just yeah, kind of came yeah, through. Yeah. And we all just kind of like, yeah, that happened. Doesn't remove the excitement of that movie at all. Just because you kind of knew what was going to happen, you still really didn't fully know. So when it happened, you were like, Ugh. yeah, uh, this movie, like, uh, like things happened in this movie that I just didn't think we're gonna happen you know what i mean like okay, in terms yeah. of like that's stuff exciting that is going on and uh so i feel like i was a little more surprised with stuff in this movie especially with like things that show because we're, we're talking about the multiverse so like just think you know the possibilities are endless you know so it's right, like right. uh you, it was hard to nail in on like who was going to show up what was going to happen stuff like that and uh i think that the, I, I was my breath was a little more taken away on that front with this movie but i don't know if i'm ready to say this movie is better than no way home. You know what I mean? Like, Fair I, sure. it's, I, you know, I, I feel fact, like yeah, that was comparing them says a lot, though, you know, because no way home is for me. Yeah. Again, I, I really think the mileage is going to vary on this movie for people because <laughs> I, I, a lot of people didn't really like Doctor Strange. It's not everybody's like favorite, you know, movie. It's it, it was very origin. I think he's you know? great, dude. I think he's fantastic. I don't think there's no, the first movie. He's I, talking about. Yeah, the first. Oh, movie. right. Uh, well, sure. Yeah. But I mean, Tim is a character. In general, I don't think you know, Cumberbatch. Yeah, I don't think anybody denies that Cumberbatch is like bad for this role. And he's he's perfect. And. I think that he gets a lot of like fandom in like Infinity War and kind of the sacrifice sure, sure, that sure. movie and stuff like that. I think that he gets kind of a popularity boost because of that. But um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that the uh, I'm interested for more people to watch this movie and more people to to to, to see it to kind of get like a more collective. Yeah, thought. for real, it's, dude. I don't know where people are gonna. It's, it's even I really now, don't. and I know quite a few people that have already seen it. Even now, the mileage is like you're saying. It's Oh, totally varying. It's all of yeah, them. Yeah, it's I mean, very like, interesting. Even for me and you, like even for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I, I right? you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I've seen people on more polar opposite ends, and like you and I kind of fall on. But like yeah. I, I, you know, like I've seen people on my Facebook who are just like, I hated that movie. I'm like, all right. And I've seen other people I'm so like, curious That's... what like is it like? Um, it's like is it the tone of the movie? Is it the performance? Like I'm There's wondering some... what. Like, not is... the performance. I, I don't no, think anybody's complaining about performances. performances. Yeah, I think. I like, think so not that because I felt this a little bit in the movie. I think there's some style. There's some styles clash. Okay. Between MC, what MCU normally does and Raimi, because Raimi mm, injects sure. a lot of what he does yeah. in like Drag Me to Hell type stuff and Evil yeah. Dead. Mm, he yeah. injects some of that in this movie. Okay. To it might feel out of place entirely for some people. Um, for me, it was like out of place in spots. So like, I was like, okay, what, what is that doing in this movie? But no. 
for the most part, I enjoyed it. Like, I mean, I wasn't like, I still well, like the movie, just not yeah. as much as Alden. Well, again, like, and, and, and that stuff was never out of place for me, but I was, okay. every single time I go, that's a Raimi moment, you know? Yeah, and like, yeah. that is enough to rip people out of it. If I'm going, that's a Raimi moment, other people are going to go, what the hell was that, you know? I don't disagree with what Jeff is saying at all. I, and in fact, I'm trying to reinforce that because I, I feel like there there are moments in there that I think people are going to be like, what was that about, you know? Yeah. yeah. And if you've well, never like seen first... a Sam Raimi movie, I, I had a dad explain to his son what Evil Dead was. Like, uh, behind sure. me. Yeah. Like, well, you son, when There's I was growing up, there was Evil Dead. There's a, yeah. This movie might just be a... a I don't want to get into it. Yeah, Evil <laughs> Dead is the major inspiration I mean, for this movie. That, I will the, say. He, again, he made those first three Spider-Man movies, and they have a distinct style to them. There's there's like a there's like a underlying yeah. goofiness to them that the other two Spider-Man, um, you know, uh, Andrew and, and Tom's Spider-Man movies don't have it's mm -hmm. they just don't have that really yeah. um so he has that's a distinct I mean, style for I mean sure by styles clash because uh mcu or style clash styles class is a wrestling move whatever <laughs> anyway style clash <laughs> the mcu has a very distinct type of when you think yeah. of an mcu movie you think of like a distinct type of way of filmmaking sure uh, where they just kind of throw colors and noise at you and it's and it's entertaining and you love it and there's some great emotional beats and stuff but they just kind of throw things at you. And, See, and when like, I when I think of so multiversal like, madness, it makes sense that there's going to be goofiness, no? Because I'm thinking of all not, these different universes. I'm not about that, but, yeah. but right, but I'm saying like you, if you're thinking of multiverse, you're thinking all these different universes just all meshing together, intertwining. Like you're th you're gonna, I don't know. In my head, I'm I I go to like yeah, th things are gonna get wacky and weird. Yeah. And, and it gives different. you a little more leeway to do that stuff, right? Yeah, so that makes kind, sense. Kind of, but th there's still gonna be even. Considering that and considering how Loki was kind of out there and how Moon Knight was kind of out there, even sure. considering all that, this is still even further out there. Even so, further. like, if people didn't watch those shows, sure. uh, even WandaVision, if they didn't watch those shows... Uh, not if even you didn't watch WandaVision, you're not going to know what's going not on. Not even for story yeah. reasons. If you didn't watch <laughs> well, those sure. on yeah. a style level, on a stylistic or uh, visual level, you're going to be like, what the hell... You're going to be even caught more <laughs> off guard by this movie. Okay, There's people the zaniest like the MCU has ever gotten, yeah. for sure. And not yeah, in yeah. like, and again, like, I, I'm with kind of what you're saying, Dan, where, where it's like, well, yeah, maybe the zaniness kind of like is, is complementary to, to, to the multiverse or whatever. Yeah. But I'm also saying what Jeff is saying, too, where it's like, it's, it's a style clash for sure, but like... Sure. It's just gonna land different with different people, I think. Sure, exactly. Sure. Yeah, it's gonna it exists. And I think the more it, exposure you've had it. to the TV shows, the yeah. more of stepping stones that you've taken of tolerance right. to like accept sure. it. You know? Yeah, sure. if I skipped sense. those shows, dude, I would have been like, this is not an MCU movie. I would have been like so mad or whatever. Like Loki, <laughs> Loki is like think Loki when you kind of go into this, because Loki is very weird and weird, zany, yeah. and like they're always trying to crack a joke at inappropriate it's moments. Kind of, like, that, that show too, I, God, I love shows like that in Moon Knight, where like they have a clear color palette. And they're like that's in their cinematography throughout the totally. entire. Totally. Yeah, we'll talk I about that, that with Moon Knight. Yeah. Uh, Doctor yeah. Strange is just like from the beginning. It's like kind of noise, and 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 that's <laughs> it, some of it's really pretty noise. But yeah. there's a lot of like there's like no thought in terms of like color. And the MCU movies kind of do this a lot, where there's no real thought in the color schemes up until there's a certain moment in the third act that happens that I already told Kyle is my favorite part of the movie, uh, where like it's very clearly a thought out color scheme and like colors are clashing in certain ways and i was mm. like dude this is freaking awesome like yeah, that's cool it really like there's some really some inventive really high, moments like, high, high high highs in this movie that's great yeah. sure. high concept ideas for sure and yeah, yeah duh yeah it's a multiverse story it was interesting you know, but... that um 
this is spoiler. It's it's multiverse of madness, but I didn't really see a, a lot of multiverses explored. Is that a spoiler or? Well, they're not going to have time to. Explore, I'm not telling you what they are. Right? You know, of like, course, they're not going to have time to yeah. go through like 80 of them or whatever. But right, when you right. when <laughs> I think everything everywhere all at once spoiled a lot of people, including me, because they explored. Wait, and, <laughs> and since I didn't see that movie, this movie felt like multiverse. I was like, boy, we're jumping around way more than I thought we were. I thought we would go to mm. one alternate universe, maybe. Like, yeah. the, they'll have a trip moment where, you know, you see in the trailer where they'll fall through a thousand of them. Yeah, yeah, But then yeah. they'll land in one oh, and I just stay there. Yeah. You know, it's, about, it's amazing. Yeah, that part's yeah. awesome. But, uh, yeah, because, like, whatever you see in the trailer, it's 20 times that length. You know, it's just, it's so long. I, I was actually checking my watch. I was like, they're still falling? Like, this <laughs> is crazy. Still, I, you can't know, wait, um, I can't multiverses. wait for the people pausing the frames. And, and so can we, yeah, can I we start to include Ratchet and Clank in the multiverse conversation? You guys are killing me with this. Okay, Ratchet <laughs> yeah. and Clank deserves a spot. And I'm just kidding. the way the way that Ratchet falls in that game is very that happens in this movie. You know, I mean, so yeah. But yeah. I haven't seen everything everywhere all at once, so I don't have that comparison. So like again, maybe there's some like cinema baggage you're bringing in because of that maybe. movie did it really really well. You know, yeah. I and it's seen, like the same you know, concept kind of. Again, like this felt like almost overwhelming to me, where I'm just like, okay, what's where are we at now? Like, you yeah. know, Cal felt like he was falling. He's falling. <laughs> yeah, I'm with them. <laughs> Jeff also always has cinema baggage. Jeff uh, has cinema baggage everywhere he goes. He's always got I mean, that's true. I do see way too much crap. Uh, also, in multiverse, you kind of have to, uh, similar to, there's another movie that does this, uh, which is also a good movie that I'm thinking of, but I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, um, oh, uh, X Men Days of Future Past does this. Uh, I actually kind of enjoyed that movie, but no, that's a good, really dumb yeah, I like it. good one. But, like, there are things that happen where, like, when you're in another multiverse and something else is happening, when you're in another universe, I guess I should say, and something else is happening in the universe away from you, mm-hmm. and you're trying to stop that from happening, shouldn't time function differently? I don't know why you're in the same linear timeline. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's happening. Uh, so it's kind of like Days of Future Jeff. Past, where, like, Days of Future Past, they would kind of be like, we're trying to stop a threat in the past. But if you stopped it, as soon as you sent Wolverine back to the past, the movie should have ended. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it should have ended. I mean, for that's time, that's time travel, baby. The second well, you go, we <laughs> want to tell a time travel story. Things just get, like... I mean, the bottom line is there travel. are no actual official rules, So you right? have to be like, it's a movie. There's no official rules because we don't know if time travel actually exists. We just Dude, they, all they have different ideas. They it in the biggest movie of all time, Endgame, which I, I think that I think the whole story of that movie is great, but, like, when you start trying to really think about like how the time yeah. travel works in that movie you're like wait no none of this makes sense and even the director <laughs> and the writers don't agree on what's going on yeah, like exactly. they're telling different stories and in interviews because they don't agree but you again, know? so it's like that's why i think that time travel people get so hung up on like the rules yeah, they of do, it. it's like know. the bottom line is we can all make up whatever rules we want because as far as we know none of this exists none it's of just it's, it's just it's it's more harder to swallow the pill when they establish rules that they break sure like a scene later, yeah. sure, you know? sure and i think i think yeah. where, where dr strange ends up safe and i'm gonna convince myself out of this criticism i guess is um is how loki uh kind of cleaned up a lot of that timeline stuff by Mm -hmm. saying oh well they exist in separate timelines or slash they exist in like in this movie they exist in different universes so i mean you can just kind of use that to clean up a lot of explaining just be like yeah don't worry about that that's it's a it's it's a nice thing to lean on in terms of like simplifying all that Um, guys my favorite time travel story is probably about time with domino gleason that's actually a good movie i've seen it 
That's a I really like Donald Gleason. Yeah, it's a really good it. movie. Rachel again. Rachel McAdams is that Rachel movie. Rachel McAdams. The Rachel McAdams I mean, she's podcast. Very cute. She's a she comedy. is seriously she's about time. Beautiful. It's a good, movie. It's good like it's a good uh, romantic comedy too to watch with the lady friend if you or or alone. It works well as a lady friend. I, yeah, I watched it alone. It was good. Um, damn it, there was something else I wanted to say. Damn it, damn it to hell, Tim. It's your fault. It's all right. Think about Ra- Rachel McAdams now. And Moon Knight. That no. <laughs> well, I'm just. I guess just to wrap it up, I'm. I'm just really interested for more people to see it. You know, I, yeah. I think that like uh, it's yeah. going to be a movie that a lot of people talk about, and I think yeah. that a lot of people's opinions will like peak and valley as you talk mm-hmm. about it with people. You're like, oh yeah, yeah you're right about that. Well, oh, well, you know, I don't know. I, I think so, again, I, I think it's going to be a journey like talking about this movie. Yeah. Listen, it's I do hard. I love to... that the, uh, the my favorite part about Doctor Strange's entire existence is that I know when I go into a Doctor Strange movie, it's going to be a non-traditional comic book experience where the villain or whoever he's fighting is not going to be fought in a way that you normally would see in the MCU. They're not going to be kicky punching their way. Exactly. exactly. He's just going to keep coming back in, uh, what was it, Dormammu or whatever it was. Super in magic stuff. There's so and, uh, much. There's so that. much magic in. Oh my god! Like, yeah. and I know that's like silly to say in a, about a Doctor Strange movie, but there's so many different types of magic going on. And, yeah, uh, sure. It's uh, it's it's it's. And at, also, at the, mo- the, no one's gonna walk out of this movie going like, "Wow, visually that movie was boring." You know? <laughs> no, no. Even if you hate everything that's going on, you're gonna be like, "Boy, there were some real huge visual moments in that movie that I really enjoyed, yeah. but the, the story was garbage or whatever." You know? Like, I think. <laughs> I, I also uh, have to commend them for making the multiverse concept comic booky AF because, like Kyle kind of alluded to, there's like this whole question of like. Who's going to show up? Because it's the multiverse. You can kind of just go whatever. Whatever the hell you want. Do whatever the hell you want. They took the most comic booky approach possible where like comic books will have people just show up and and then they never show up again in the comic book art because like that's the multiverse, baby. You know, they just kind of come in and go out. uh, Yeah, that's whoo. That's, that's some good moments right I'm, there. I'm telling you, there's going to be one moment particularly in the movie that everyone's going to be talking about forever. Forever. Yeah. Oh, forever. Yeah. Like just, Ooh, that's a good teaser. So. I like that. I like yeah. that. And Boot Night. Yeah. yeah guys, I, think, I think say no more. Yeah, you guys did a good job of dancing around any specifics. I don't feel yeah. like you spoiled anything for me, but I do have a yeah. better sense of what oh, to And expect, they should have so. called it Dr. Strange Dreamwalker, but that's just my opinion. You'll see why. Or Doctor Strange. I, in, I still like. In, in I still like mom. I, I still like mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange and the mom. So if you do, <laughs> if you do multiverse <laughs> of madness and just short that, shorten that to mom. Now it's Doctor Strange and the mom. In this the is mom. not. This is not gonna fly. I don't think. In the mom. It, but I wonder. Weirdly, weirdly I wonder if kind of fits the movie. So. Weirdly, yeah. When you see it, you're like. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> now I'm concerned. If there's any like old theaters that have like a limited space marquee, right. they might have had to do that. You know, they they're like strange to... mom or whatever. They'll just say, st- <laughs> "All right, well, strange I know what mom. to do. I know what to do for a thumbnail now." So, you know. oh gosh, <laughs> I'm nervous. All right, well, uh, Disney also, Marvel and you know Disney just now wrapped up. In addition to launching Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness this weekend, they also wrapped up the finale of Moon Knight. Uh, I yes. think it's safe to say we can expect more from Moon Knight, and I'm gonna guess series. I, mean, I guess there could be a movie, but I would imagine another series, a season of the series. Um, but yeah, so that's finished. We won't spoil this either for you guys. It's another one that you know could do well with the full-on spoiler cast, where you just talk through the whole series and all the details. But keeping it really high level, um, I just wrapped it up, and I gotta tell you, I thought it was really unique and really fun. To me, yeah. it's uh, like I. I might need to rewatch it to really know if you if you have to rank things. Dude, there's um, some things early on in the episodes too that are like directly yeah. happens 
yeah right in the finale or whatever and you're like whoa they put that that early in the show they thought that out that's so exactly crazy. there's I so think much I, symbolism in this show even the books like that in his apartment everything that's everywhere yeah. in the show is a giant so deserves another watch yeah i think sure. i need to Ugh. go back and watch it because right now i'm feeling like it's wandavision loki moon knight jostling for those top spots like i, I really loved yeah. all three of those and i really really enjoyed both hawkeye and falcon winter soldier but there's something about them feeling more like kind of by yeah. the numbers they're safe. They're safe. Yeah, yeah yeah that's what yeah. i'm saying about like a, a movie having like a cinematic like deciding on a approach to how they're going to shoot it you know what i mean like that really yeah. matters that elevates the material in a way it does and that's so what it feels I, like they did in all three of those shows I, yeah. I absolutely, I absolutely loved it. I thought Oscar Isaac just absolutely crushed it with his performance. And I'm, of course, I'm tell- I always liked him, but I am the biggest fan of his now because of this show. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I, I think he's yeah. always been a good actor, but like right. this is his magnum opus, almost. I think you know, like it's yeah, he's crazy. Just kind of been like a fun. He's just been kind of like a fun guy in the Star Wars movies, or like an Ex Machina. He was just like a, a dickbag Elon Musk. Centric, yeah, oh, yeah, like he was in that, wasn't he? Oh, Dude, uh, he was he's, great. He's, in that was my yeah. my favorite performance. Yeah. And all this he's show, yeah. he's a uh, leader of the House of Trades. Atreides, yeah. He's good enough. He's got a he's got a presence on him. Even the marriage story, right on HBO, like you know, scenes from a marriage with scenes from a marriage. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, a very subdued, normal performance. Like this guy's got a lot of range, but this guy shows up and plays yeah. a, a, X amount of characters. I don't know if that's a sport. He plays some characters in the show, and uh, <laughs> you know, like, and uh, well, basically, the concept is the two, right? So, I mean, that's it's that's in a the yeah, thing, He plays so, no. two characters in the show that are so polar opposites, and he effortlessly switches between them. Sometimes he's playing against himself, you know, like yeah. it's just. Oh, and there's emotional moments that he just like nails. Like I don't know, yeah, he's yeah. With, with himself, himself. with himself, with himself. With the crazy himself part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's acting against a green screen or you know a giant fictitious yeah. yeah. animal or something. Ball, you know? like yeah. yeah, it was tennis ball. Ball. Right. Yeah, well, like, it, it would be yeah. like a cutout picture of his face, right? So he's just he's staring at his own face. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, just be like, you still have that. Of course, you still have that. No, it's it's funny. I was thinking about that. Some of those. Some of those scenes, of course, they're using some really good um, special effects, but some of the scenes, yeah. just a matter of getting the right angle for the shot where you don't really yeah. see his face for both. And so part of yeah, me is like, yeah. I wonder if he's just looking at some guy who just vaguely looks like, like him from the back. You know what I mean? Sure, like, sure. And yeah, sure. That must be kind of surreal. But but yeah, I, I thought um, I thought that show was really great. I thought he delivered. I thought Ethan Hawke, who I Man. you know, famously didn't really want to get involved with these types of movies, and yet... He also didn't phone it in. Like he was intense and like he was on it, man. And there's a there's... His late career Ethan Hawke has been intense in almost every single yeah. role I've seen him in. Yeah, lately. I saw him in that uh, the kid one where he has to go against uh, Billy the Kid. It's a western. I haven't seen that yet, but yeah, but he, does he play the kid or is he the no. enemy? Is he the he he's plays like the baddie the, in that right? He plays the sh- no, he's the sheriff trying to catch. Oh, okay. The kid so he Billy played um he played that oh God, it's a guy in history. Now I can't even remember the name of the show, but it was a Showtime show. He plays a everybody kind of deemed him mad because he was using like faith and Christianity as a means to unite uh, freed uh, slaves mm-hmm. and just go around like killing people and fighting and, and like, you know, in the South. Like this is like a real person. I can't even remember the name of the freaking show, but he was like a madman in that. And uh, he was Lord so Bird. good. The, the, yeah, the good Lord Bird. Yes, yes, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Never heard of it. He was so freaking good in that show. That is that what we should like, call Bill wow. Burr. It's the good Bill Burr. <laughs> it's the good Lord Burr. 
Um, but yeah, I thought I thought he was great. And then I I really I know it was just a voiceover, but I thought F. Murray Abraham as Conchu, he was great too, man. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, 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 I like Salieri kills I like Mozart, him in, and then you know I like him in Mythic, in Mythic Quest. He kind of plays a caricature of himself, kind of this does, yeah. serious, big voice, booming voice kind of guy. And and uh, yeah, he of, plays the George R. R. Martin. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, he's the lore guy. LK or CK Longbottom. I forget what it is. I just I just finished that show like those seasons like a couple yeah, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's great in that too. But yeah, he's got such a good voice and it was a great choice for yeah. for that character too. And then of course the uh, the I think the the show Steeler. I mean, of all those performances were amazing. Lay it Oscar on me, Isaac, say, say the right thing. It has to be Layla, the actress who yes! plays Layla. <laughs> Absolutely. Ma- Ma- Kalamway, Kalamway? Have you, I don't know I'm how, to, sure say how to say that. Flam- she does She's, look very familiar. Flamway? She is. Well, she, really, the only thing I knew her from is from Rami, which is actually a really great show. I do recommend it. She plays the sister of the main characters, so she's in the show a lot. Yeah, she's yeah, she's had some other roles, but this is she's clearly so great this. like to me. This is one of those like star making type roles where she she could totally carry a scene. She with and again not spoiling anything, but she just proves she could be a centerpiece of a Marvel story if they wanted to. Absolutely. use her for that she is more than the side me and my boss were talking about this at work it's like she's not just a sidekick she's not just there to remind the main character like foggy right. from daredevil you shouldn't be doing this matt you know like he's the biggest flip it's not, in that it's not like an annoying or even like and I, and I actually wasn't offended by aquafina and shang chi but it's not a loud mouth you know like right. uh, sure, sure. uh a sidekick either what? she is yeah. there taking care of business she is the uh chloe in this uncharted story yeah. you know yeah um and again that's who has her own motivations her own very interesting character and very she's not there for the guy you know and not to be preachy or woke or anything like that she is but she's got her own thing going on and there is nothing pandering about it she is a very strong character they give her a lot of moments where she needs to be strong she's to overcome this feeling of loss and she just delivers it really really well yeah she she wears it i just thought she yeah. I just thought she crushed it. And that's in, in a sea and, of great performances. And she's she definitely very important to just like, she's not just there as like what the definition of how she's connected to Mark, right? Like what her yeah. status is connected to Mark. Like there's a right. whole thing that you find out later on, like what the mm-hmm. deeper connection is. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool. Cause at the beginning she does kind of seem like, Oh, this is just his girl. And she's yep. like, where, sure. you, where you been? You know, yep. there's a little yep. bit right. of that. And then there's an element of like, he's trying to protect her. And so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. at first I was like, all right. And she's good at this, whatever. Um, but then no, her character it starts unwrapping. Really goes places. Much more yeah. important. Yeah. So I thought it was great. I thought it was really, I just thought it was such a good show. It's um, totally worth a rewatch. Six episodes only. It's just a perfect length too. Like yeah. it's an overstates well. The, uh, the cinematography of that show is just like straight from the comics. Like, how how much purple and nighttime is in that show? Yeah. It just made me so happy. With, I just with really nice touches like of gold, like lots of. Yeah. I was like, noticing a lot of gold on there too. Like even in the god designs. Um, See, it's the fact that we can notice well, these colors in this show. Right. Like I just love that aspect of this. I'm like it's so refreshing for them. Really too. cool gold moments. Whether yeah. it's the whether it's the little <laughs> flying it's, beetle or. Uh, things on on their outfits, and I won't say every. Yeah, outfit. well, he's got the things spoilery. that he take. Yeah, the weapons. Yep. That he and it's it's stuff. almost. Uh, I'm sorry, it is. Excuse me, because I was doing a little research and I was watching some videos from New Rockstar. It is the most comic book accurate story told so far. Like oh. his origin story, the things that happen between him. What? I think Layla's character is like a, an amalgamation of a couple different characters, but like everything about it. Hero, I, I know they made some concessions on, but again, specifically his origin Yeah, Hero is song, like a he's a, he was a one-panel bad guy yeah, like in the comic books. But oh, yeah, really? But they expanded him in a big way, you know, but like mm. everything else about the show, even like, uh, 
you know, the stuff, uh, and I, I, we don't want to go into spoilers, but the stuff that kind of leads into, like, the insane asylum, uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. the stuff that leads uh, a lot, all of the Egyptian, like, lore and stuff like that, and I specifically that his he... origin story and how he gives himself up to Khonshu is all extremely comic book accurate. Like, I thought uh, some uh, of the where... mental illness stuff was unique to the show. No? It is, yeah. So, oh. okay, so it's surface level in the comic, like, oh, I have three personalities in my head, or I have two, whatever, you know? In, yeah, the, comic right. it's, in the comic books, it's three. And this, they made it a point to make sure it was based off of DID, a, a real uh, affliction, and they right, did right. all their research to make sure it Got was... It as accurate as possible so even the stuff where like people black out and like roll their eyes roll back that, yeah, that's yeah, all, yeah. those are all things that happen to did people when they're changing uh personas and stuff like that so that is it's just an expansion on something that was already there but it's handled okay. with like the type of care that you would think our culture would expect out of media yeah. right now. now that we know, again, we know about a, it not in a pandering way like in yeah. a way that yeah. like i felt like i oh, we just it's, more it's about 2022 we have we have the resources we know more about it so therefore it should reflect well, the writing that's well, the other it thing does. it does you know I've been hearing a lot of people going like, ah, well, I, I can see that like phase four is all about like diversifying like their portfolio and stuff like that, you know, and like if you want to have that take sure or whatever, when I'm watching this show, I'm never going like, boy, they really needed to knock off an Egyptian, you know, like <laughs> check mark on that. It doesn't feel like that at all. There's no pandering or or forcefulness to the show at all. It feels so unique and so genuine. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I really loved everything about it. You feel it. the care, you feel the care in the script. Yes. And like well, and how, the fact that yeah. they're explaining all the point. Egyptian stuff. You're the like, fact that they so many things intact from the comic books, like that care shines through with those choices as well. You know, they didn't take a lot of liberties here. Like even with Iron Man and Captain America, there's, there's some liberty taken from those stories, you know? Yeah. Well, I want to hear Dan, what you think too, but I, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Like they, they managed to be to create some brand new types of representation where you don't really have a lot with certain cultures and that kind yeah. of, that was, it was great. And they managed to establish what I think is one of the better, really strong female characters in the MCU. I hope that she gets to continue. I hope she gets to expand beyond this show too, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, um, but they didn't do it in a way that was like, don't forget girls. You know yeah, what I mean? Like they, yeah. <laughs> it didn't. Feel I that. never felt girl power about Layla. I there, feel, and, and, I and I felt many times. Of... I didn't feel like. Yeah. Don't. There was about a one, There was a one super quick moment where that little girl asks her something, but it, like it was like super. But that part quick, and it was played fine. actually pretty well for me because but it was like, fine. It, it, yeah. it, it's kind of like she straight up asked her like, "Are you this?" And she's like, "Yeah, I am." Yeah, that's fine. Is it like that moment from Zack Snyder's Justice League where one woman murders a bunch of people and tells a little girl, "You can be anything you want." Yeah, that is like yeah. these are two polar opposite examples of the same thing happening, yeah. and one doing yeah. it well, and one doing it not well. You know, right. like yeah. I mean, that Wonder Woman movie is a effing mess, dude. Listen, <laughs> I listen. I watched. I we I know we gushed about the Batman. I loved it, but even they had to include that line about like one of these privileged white males. Like they still had a line like that, and yep. so. And I get it. I'm not saying they're wrong for doing it. I understand what they're doing. It's fine. But it still it took me out of that movie for a minute. Like, oh boy, here we go. You could have just said privileged rich folk. Right. Yeah. But it, just, it, yeah. it, it, hit, it hit me in the wrong way. But then I let it go because I love the rest of the movie so much. Yeah. This yeah. didn't do that. And they didn't need oh, whatever, to. It's it, fine. They, they were all it, white in that movie. So they were all white and they were but, all rich and they were for all example, spoiled, So she was yeah. white, but it was Ethan, a little it was Ethan a pandering, Hawk, you know? Like it was, Ethan Hawke plays the very obvious villain. He's a white dude, but they didn't at any point say like this white guy's trying to con like they didn't sure. make that. Culture, a he's trying to jack our culture. He's trying yeah. to appropriate Egyptian culture. <laughs> Do you know they they could have done they, yeah. they easily could have done messages like that. And, and you yeah, can see the metaphor for that in the show if you look for it. If you wanted to, if that was yeah. something that is in your POV already, yeah. you could be like, oh, it's just a white guy trying to culture jack something. Yeah. 
You could argue that, you but could. the show doesn't explicitly go as freaking whitey over here. It, and, it doesn't right. want, and the thing is, that it doesn't yeah. want you to. So if you arrive there, right. that was like that's on your own. Because that's, that's, yeah, you sometimes they hold your you, hand to that, and this time they didn't. And I just, I really liked it because I didn't. I feel well, like. And the it thing was, is, is that there was a lot of different cultures going on here. So Jewish culture and Egyptian culture, obviously, yeah. there's an intrinsic connection there. And then yes. Uh, yes. Oscar Isaac's character is Jewish, but he's also. Yeah. Spanish from Spain, you know, so it's like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different cultural things going on here, yeah. and it felt it, and it was a it was a melting or mixing pot of the, of of kind of, hey, here's like how Jewish wakes happen. There's an episode kind of about like kind of showing yeah, stuff yeah, like that, yeah. you know, and and he's always wearing the Star of David, and you know, so the, it's like the there cap. were other. There, exactly. There, so there were other cultures represented here, but again, at no point was ever like, "Oh, here we go, the Jew story starting." You know, oh like my God. I was never. It was never like that because I think they handled everything with such cut care. That, cut that. Cut that. Cut that. No, 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 no. I don't mean that in a in a in a. In yeah, nobody busted way. out a yarmulke and like dreidel, dreidel, like. No, okay. exactly. I called the I called the yarmulke a cat, so don't feel bad. Yeah, right. But the thing yeah. is, is that like it, they handle all these things with such care and such authenticity, you know, that I think the well, authenticity. Natural, right? natural is a great other word yeah. to add to this it because felt it's also natural. natural and authentic that like at I no agree. point were you ever like oh this is like trying to pander to something like that. at least i didn't feel that way maybe that mileage varies for different people but like to me it just felt like authentic and and natural yeah, to me, and it just, Dan, yeah exactly well yeah it felt natural and and when you're finding out when you're getting those revelations those moments and and you're seeing those scenes because obviously you're finding out more about so you know the he's got the two different perspective the two different sides of him mm -hmm. um and and certain sides perhaps not knowing things and then knowing things and you know revelations happening um mysteries unfolding Sorry. yes <laughs> yeah whoa Whoa. But even like there's there's, there's certain um, parts where they're they're doing like the the shiver or something like that, and they they cover all the uh, the mirrors and stuff like that. Like that's just yeah, yeah, traditional yeah. Oh, stuff. No one, but no one ever goes. Why are you doing that? And it's like, well, it's Jewish tradition to do this. It's like they're just it's just things that are happening in the background that people do in real life, you know. And it's uh, the, um, it just felt so natural to me. So the mirror stuff, or like not even mirrors. Sometimes it's just a shiny surface. Like they the did that so well too, right? The reflection, like when mm -hmm. one of them is present, then the other one said like, it just, and it's sometimes it's super quick. And yeah. sometimes it's like a and full blown conversation. It almost always like, feel, or it feels organic too, right? Well, like, yeah. Like you're he's focused, not like, let me find a mirror or whatever. Yeah, right, like, right. But, but like when he rips it off, right? There's that one part where he actually rips it off the car yeah. and then he's like, yeah. Like it's just and, well, and the focus on mirrors being a motif in this series, like it has you kind of focusing on mirrors in the background. So you may yeah, be yeah, yeah. yourself, hey, why during this Jewish wake are the mirrors covered? And like, I don't know, maybe that leads you to go look up why that is, because the show's not going to tell you. You just kind of have to know that yeah. that's a tradition or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just felt like it was a show that really wanted to showcase a lot of different uh, cultures in a very, you know, in the most palatable way Disney has ever done to me. Yeah, you I spend agree. a lot of it time was... in Egypt, right? I mean, that the most yeah, of the episodes yeah. are in Egypt, which is super cool. Yeah. It's a different place to be in that you Absolutely. haven't really spent a lot of time in mm -hmm. the movies or in any of the shows. Or I do I hope say that. I, yeah. That was my Joker saying half, hey. but half the episodes were in Egypt. Yeah, I, uh, I do hope that Disney <laughs> keeps this pattern going of like, hey, we can we can have representation and we can explain other cultures and we can we can elevate other people who haven't traditionally been our heroes without telling you about it and beating you over the head with it and lecturing you about it because they yeah. don't always do that without like don't forget this and it's like all right 
So that's where I get a little annoyed. No one likes to be preached at on any side. Yeah, I can't so believe that I, part in the finale where like they revealed that one of his personalities was a black guy, and then he started giving a speech to cops about how they're wrong. Or something. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh yeah, that, right. I didn't see that coming either. You're right. Yeah. And then he started uh, rapping straight out of Compt. Well, I thought it was okay. Not your race. He was like, <laughs> I thought it was uncalled for that. Then he was like, "Here's the real Moon Knight," and he pulls down his pants. I didn't think that was. Good, but, yeah, right, right. Um, that, was, I, that was Kyle was last episode, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go back and watch um, that episode. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Moon Knight also just aesthetically, like one of the coolest looking. Yeah. Like he's just so cool with the hood and just freaking the bandage, like, like a, the bandaging. A, like a weird dark white, like a yeah. an old mummy white, basically. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. looks so cool, and I didn't actually know how his. I didn't know what his weapons were. Like I didn't, I didn't know that about him. So the, the way that that kind of works is cool. Crescent moon blades. Yeah, it just. Yeah. But the different cool. personalities have different weapons too. So yeah. you know, Mr. Knight has like the daredevil batons, you know. So when and, I when I was yeah. seeing those images <laughs> online, I thought people were saying something about bad guys. So in my head, that's what I thought that was like. The you know the other oh story. okay so I, I was confused yeah. when that happened I was like wait a minute hold on that's the so then I was like oh okay I see what's going on here it's, it's like a different visual style for kind of yeah I just I, I thought people oh, were saying nice. that, that that particular thing was like that's the bad guy or like they're bringing that bad guy in or I don't know if people were misinformed or I was reading it wrong but I yeah that yeah. was really cool I really enjoyed that 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 kind of visual representation of the two different things going on there Me yeah. Too. Yeah. How did, how did you guys like his Batman voice? His Batman? Me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're going to shape Conchu. Wait, what? Moon Knight. Um, Where are the rabbits going? <laughs> Honestly, a little educational, right? With the Egyptian gods and all that stuff. Hey, I thought it was really like, cool. Mind, like, I, I haven't learned about Egyptian stuff since like grade school or middle yeah. school, yeah. whenever yeah. we learned about that. And I always found it fascinating. The field school. of reeds. We all, we all grew up watching The Mummy with Brandon Fraser. So it's yes. like, you know, we our generation, you know, we kind of have uh, this kind of like long lost love for that era, you know, that, that, yeah. that and stuff like that in that culture so it was cool to get reminded about who osiris was and who like the yeah. uh you know the uh the little ladder of gods are and stuff yeah. like that and it was and that whole thing with like the scales cool. and and weighing the heart with the scale like that whole that's thing cool. was really kind of interesting i was like oh we that's... get some really interesting visual representations of what that theology slash mythology yeah. is you know and i i um i i just i literally can't tell you guys how much i love this show you know yeah uh, where sometimes I feel a little apprehensive to be like, I full on, full blown love Doctor Strange, you know, which I think I do. But like, this show, I have no questions about. I, I think I do. I don't <laughs> sleep on it, you know, like there's no question to me that like, this will be yeah. one that I revisit and watch over and over again. And, um, yeah. you know, and I really hope we get more, you know. I yeah, know it was very of, cool. They talk about it uh, just being a one and done type of thing or whatever. It's just like it's so popular, even though the reviews were actually kind of lukewarm, the the court of public opinion love it, you know. People yeah. love yeah. it. So. I think this show completely <laughs> deserves to get more of its story told, and I actually don't even. I don't. Maybe they will. I don't need them to be like, oh, and here's when Thor visited him and eat. Like I don't need them to tie it yeah. in. But if you want to do a Midnight Sun but... thing, that's fine. Like we're him so, and Ghost Rider and everybody fine. like team up. I don't know if you get. I, I like. Know, I don't need that. I don't need them to. I'm cool. I, I need, I, you know what Midnight I want them to do? Set. I want to see him beat up like pedophiles and robbers like on the streets of New York, like in the comic <laughs> book, where he's just like pedophile. mercilessly. Well, then him and Daredevil could hang out and punish her. They might all get along, I guess, in that case. They do. Um, in the I don't think this is really <laughs> oh, a spoiler because yeah, they, they cut it very well. They cut it out, but the um the uh, director or writer or whatever was saying that there were supposed to be a couple of cameos from internals. They did okay. because did there's that, yeah. that whole yeah. obviously the internals have been around for. They probably cut Druig because Druig sucks. That's 
That's the joke in Eternals. Sorry. Uh, yeah. okay. You oh, haven't seen that movie, which I don't blame you also, for. Also, I could be wrong, but I feel like they scaled back the planned involvement of that French actor who died tragically earlier this year. And I could yeah, be wrong. So he's actually the Joker to this character's Batman. So like in the comics, he, he falls into a chemical of vats and like oh. becomes all like disfigured and becomes oh. insane. And he becomes the opposite of Moon Knight. And like, they're the Joker and Batman of that story. But yes, okay. that actor sadly died. And I think that they did pull Wait, back. So which that character story. actor? He's, so the, he's, he's the guy he's who's very on the briefly in it. He's very yeah, briefly like, in it. You remember like they go and visit oh, like the okay. art, the art two yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three maybe. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, that, that actor died. And I, I remember that they announced that he was playing uh, a significant role. And it was insignificant, but it was for one episode and it was relatively brief. And mm-hmm. then it just felt like maybe there was more that they had originally filmed or planned on him. But maybe not. Maybe that was it. And then they had planned. He on was him planned to be later. like, you know, exactly. I think that's what it was, is that he was planned to come back in a so different. They might recast cast. that role because it's an important role maybe for this they one. might but uh, marvel's been on a really big kick about not recasting stuff lately so they're like yeah. we just if people die it's too bad you know it's like yeah that's okay. true <laughs> although if they did recast them people probably would forget who that guy was it was pretty small it was pretty role. small yeah yeah, yeah. First easier anyway. to get away with that than black panther obviously yeah very true. Yeah. very true yeah no i i think it's fair to say we all really enjoyed the show it's definitely worth the watch um and uh, I thought I thought it was fantastic so we actually had planned to do this kahoot quiz but it's better if we've got four of you to take it so i'll skip it and we're also at two hours so i'll just move on to headlines and wrap us up for this week but it is a fun one so we'll headlines, do that gonna have some headlines. you're welcome yeah thank you i needed that is that supposed to be like crossfire crossfire that's just, that's just the headline that's that was right our now. that was just our little segment uh what do we call it stinger Thank jeff you. didn't even sing that tim made a drop like a, a drop. <laughs> that wasn't yeah. jeff like how goes off throaty. It's getting more so every time. It's getting it's getting oh, God. All right, this first one is just for Kyle and for nobody else. So everyone else tune out. Guys, on May 10th, not just Ayuden Chronicle Rising is coming up, but also Award-winning indie game unpacking is coming yeah. for six, four and five. I really thought this was going to be something for me, and you kind of broke my heart just now. Don't worry. I got yeah, some like rock and roll news. But hear me out, Kyle. You're Vikings in this version, so you right. have to unpack. Oh, you unpack Viking stuff. Okay. Ooh, How many blood eagles yeah. are in this? Do y'all even understand <laughs> that? Reference? Kyle, I'll <laughs> buy you the special edition. It comes with an actual box full of and crap. I would rather you just buy. <laughs> it's coming oh in the mail. God. Don't worry, buddy. Yeah, I just, I don't, oh, I don't have space amazing. for it. I'm gonna have to. That is amazing. <laughs> All right, so uh, Mario Strikers Battle League. Nintendo just published over four minutes of gameplay footage, so you can go check that out if you're interested in that game. Um, of course, you know that's the follow-up to the GameCube and Wii uh, Mario Strikers games. It's gonna support local mul- multiplayer up to eight players, four on each side. Although the game typically is gonna be five-on-five pl- uh, gameplay. Um, you can, the idea of battle league, of course, is that you can join clubs, uh, online and battle it out that way. So the idea is to have like leagues, basically. You also collect equipment, which changes the way you look in their stats. <laughs> Do you know what the single player is like in this game? I don't. The gameplay overview probably shows some of that, but they really focus more on the multiplayer. Elements. I just don't have friends, but, so. I remember but in you that do, initial you, trailer. There is a single player, and you do unlock yeah. a lot of equipment. Yeah, I yeah, figured there was some kind of. I think it has different like something. stats and stuff too, right? Yeah, it has like the equipment yeah. has stats. Getting this game because I think it, I think it looks awesome. Um, it does. And I remember playing the GameCube game and really liking it. So yeah. yeah. So go check that out. But just under 
um actually it's just under five minutes of gameplay footage uh you can go check out that nintendo published it wasn't like one of those weird leaked things like we talked about with skull and bones last week this is actually published and intended for you to watch because it comes out uh one month from this wednesday i think so um all right so fortnite this is the only reason this is significant is because fortnite is now free to play completely free to play with no subscription required on xbox cloud so I only say that it's significant because you can technically play it on your phone or whatever device you're playing on. And I think it's interesting because, you know, we know that Epic Games and Apple just are best of friends. Thanks, Thanks Dan. Dan. Yeah, you're saying that uh, I but, feel. <laughs> but if you've, got a, if you've got an Xbox Cloud account, then you can Something now you can play this. Say. You can stream this on your on your device there. So it is their first of many planned free-to-play cloud games. Oh, so you mean you don't have to be, like, sign up for the internet subscription You could have... Like- you could just create an Xbox free account. Just like, all right, here, I'm, here's my okay. new username. I'm not going to sign up for your this Game Pass. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Apprehensive applause. Yep. Uh, listen, I'll still never play Fortnite. I played it a couple mm-hmm. times and it's not for me. But to I me, they added Star Wars fire. characters. They added this Star is... Wars characters to this game, and I will never play this game. If they were <laughs> That's have, how serious I am about If they were playing. to have come to me and say, hey, what's the first game we should launch free to play? I'd be like, Fortnite, obviously. Like, that's the one you should launch with. If they put, for like, sure. This is a favorite... super good business move. For yeah. sure. If they put, like, what? Like, my favorite musician, I guess, John Mayer or whatever. If they put him in the game, I would not only not play Fortnite, I would never listen to John Mayer again. Wait, wait. So if John Mayer says I'm going to do a virtual console inside or a concert inside of uh, VR, you're not you're not going to go into like Fortnite and. But okay. In fact, I would unfollow him for several weeks. Because there's like that's a real thing now, which I think is (laughs) and he would be mad. Like people like lining up into a virtual concert and like people getting mad they didn't have like the right right, spots to watch it at. Right, right. We live in a really messed up time, guys. Like this (laughs) is and it's timeline. Like don't worry, it's only getting better. Um, nope. <laughs> Dan, thanks, so th- thanks for keeping it P, man. I no. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. That's the piest you can get. Um, <laughs> so this uh, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time remake is a hot mess. I think it's never going to happen. You mean it doesn't exist? So when they happen. when they first announced it and showed it, and they're very proud of it, and they had this team that because they're from the right places, they're the ones who are best equipped to make this game. And I was like, okay, it's interesting. All right. And it's not going well because the no. the game didn't look good. It didn't look like a remake. It looked like a weird remaster that wasn't even that great. And so the the reaction was poor. And so they went back to the drawing board. It sounds like they actually heard that reaction, which is good. And now it's just been kind of silent, radio silence. And now uh, Ubisoft Montreal, who I don't think is anywhere near Persia, correct me if I'm wrong, um, they're going to be taking over development of this game. So this is their statement. This is their, this is their statement. Uh, this decision is an important step, and the team, building on the work achieved by Ubisoft Pune, what? and Ubisoft Mumbai, will now take the time they need to regroup on the scope of the game and deliver you the best experience. What do they, I don't know what they, that's the thing I don't understand. What's yeah. the scope thing? What do y'all think the scope thing means? Dude, I just think they were making a bad game, and Ubisoft Montreal is going to make it good now. Like, that's so they what got slapped on the wrist, and they need to but go the, in the corner and think about what they I did. I think it was a bad game. Does that mean, like, is, are, are there discussions about, like, making this game bigger? Like, the scope of the game's already No, built. I think like, they The game's already the, out. I you think know? it's like, probably way too much like the original, and they wanted the remake to do more. That's my... That's the way I so read like, into this is it didn't look okay. good and it's just too much like the same thing. Like we could have remastered this. It's supposed to be a remake. You're supposed to reimagine this. And Oh, so yeah. so yeah. Okay. That, and that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, are they, are they trying to change this game so much and add so much to it that like that just wasn't present? 
And like you, like you said, they're just yeah, they're just remastered. But that know. could it's also just... equally piss people off. So, you know. and I I kind of uh, always thought this was like a scene for scene. That's how it was always being pitched. So like, isn't it, this game like eighteen years old now? Like it's not. It, a is, new, it was it's... game. It was like first year GameCube is when this like, came out. Like, there are PS2, people, second year, right? There are yeah, people PS2, who are GameCube, graduating yeah. high school. PS2, yeah, people who are graduating high school now who this game had already been out before they were born. So it's yeah. like. Yeah. It's okay to change the game up a little bit, I think. And this game is one of the greats, man. Like, it's great. Right. Like, the right, original, yeah. it's super good, you know, but, like... I loved that game. It's... You can you can make that game again. You know? like, well, they yeah, kind of... If you remember, they kind of did. So they... Not only did they do, like... They did their, their trilogy, right? And they got all yeah, rock I mean. and roll by the end of it. And then they did kind of that... Um, kind of hippie version where you can't really die and there's a girl princess who's always helping pick you up off the edge. It was like edge. a like a reboot, right? Or yeah, they were attempting yeah. to reboot it. Yeah. But then they did an you actual... only fought one-on-one fights in that game too, which but was so weird. They like... actually did a standard just Prince of Persia game. I don't know if you guys remember this. It was yeah. kind of it's one-off standalone. It wasn't that one with the princess ghost girl helping you. It was a right. different one. It was one. the it was original much... one, right? It was like Sands of Time again. And it was kind yeah. of like but it was based off the movie. Is that is that the one you're talking about? No, I don't think it was. No. I think it was meant to be like the Hold next on. game in the series. They were trying to like restart it, but then Assassin's Creed took over. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. But that was a pretty solid game. It was just Prince of Persia. See. Yeah, Prince of Persia. Hold on, 2010. What was it? Because the one with the girls, like the, the Forgotten one, Sands. Right? There we go. The Forgotten Sands. There you yeah, go. Forgotten Sands. So it was very much like. I remember that one. That's crazy. Yep. Okay. It it was yeah, very cool. under like it did not like blow the doors off with sales but i remember playing it and being like this is a good game like they made a really fun prince of persia game here so and it was um, a course correction after that cell shaded one which so, like people like really rejected yes, it know? was a Wiki- course correction on the wikipedia it's saying the storyline of the console versions of okay that sentence doesn't make sense uh takes place during the seven year gap between sands of time and warrior Warriors within. within cool so it was like a re-sequel Dude, i still remember when warrior within came out and it was like now i listen to mudvayne you know what i mean it's oh like... yeah no 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 who was it wasn't mudvayne. no it was um godsmack oh, stand godsmack alone. thank you godsmack. Ah, stand alone. That, uh, the song was in the trailer and you're like that's a pretty good song for you right it was and then godsmack. it plays a thousand times in the game yeah. you're like oh they got it for the game too i don't know if i like it's this. like oh here comes a, here comes a crunchy fight scene it's like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. that game was pretty edgy and pretty cool though like you could throw I, your swords up here I, I, I also really. thought two thrones is pretty solid game too like they're fun two games is awesome i like the they i just, like the whole trilogy they just had game. a very like kind of early 2000s vibe to them and their yeah, style yeah. And music but um anyway hey another news you guys don't care about blizzards revealed their new mobile game called warcraft arclight rumble so if you're into Warcraft or mobile games, which I'm not into either. <laughs> you can you guys, Diablo Immortals coming out this summer. Are you guys excited? Hey, that's coming to PC too, though. So <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah, because of the major <laughs> backlash because of it only being a yeah, mobile game. Right. But yes, hey, at least they listen. So. You're right. You're right. Uh, the biggest news I thought of the week was that Embracer Group is buying Crystal yes. Dynamics, Eidos oh Montreal, and Square Montreal from Square Enix. <laughs> And they're, it's basically their entire Western uh, development arm. And it's only because Japanese is racist or whatever. Actually, you know, I actually <laughs> have no opinions on this or thoughts. It's, so. Yeah, 300 million. Like, all of this. Like, and this includes Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief, Legacy of Kane. I mean, this is this is a huge purchase. They 300 like million bandits. is not that much. They like, I, like, bandits, like man. all right. So Dude. I love Final Fantasy and all, but like, what the F are you doing, Square? Like, wh- why are you so ignorant with these studios that you've had? Like, they sit here and they praise the X, you know, Japanese game, not even just Final Fantasy. Oh, the sales Avalon's were fine. Fall. Yeah, Avalon's yeah, Avalon's fall. Fall. Yeah, we have a rollout of, of yeah. new content coming. And, and freaking Guardians makes a few million, you know, like, yeah, maybe it could have made and more. And Outriders, but didn't they publish Outriders? Yeah. 
not pro- not profitable. Um, what still as, hasn't as made its last... money back? Yeah, still hasn't made they lost two hundred million dollars between Avengers and uh, and uh, Guardians as well. Yeah. Right, they made it back for sale. Right I'm sh- I, but I wonder if Guardians probably did decent, right? Like maybe not. I don't know why profits, they're coupling. But... Those to get because they're Marvel properties, they're like, yeah, both of those Marvel things like lost us money. It, I'm like, well, one was obviously better than the other. I don't know. But yeah, like clearly, even the Tomb Raider games, like those sold well, and like even yeah. those, they would be like, oh, they didn't sell. It sold under units? expectations, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah. what do you? What is your damn didn't expectations? That trilogy actually pretty do really well, like really well. I thought so, so. It's, it moved 90 million units. If I'm not 90 mistaken. million. I was, I was just reading like across all three. Yeah, that's but, crazy. Like, yeah. It is crazy. Hit, um, it Hitman, is, it is, Hitman. Uh, also, they'd always, um, you know, diss on Hitman. Yeah, under expectation. Like, it, it. I don't know. It's crazy, man. But I don't know much about Embracer Group, to be honest with you. Um, so they, I do know that they own companies like THQ Nordic, uh, Deep Silver, Saber Interactive, Gearbox Software. So it's not like they don't know what they're doing. They've got com- they've got development studios that are churning out games of varying quality. To be fair, yeah. Um, but this, this I think, is, to me, as a big fan, a more recent fan of the Deus Ex games, I didn't really get into those until Mankind Divided. And I liked we're, Mankind we're Divided family. and Human Revolution. I liked both yeah. of those games. And so, Even though but, Human Revolution is like half a game, but I still right. love that game. You're, yeah. you're abs- that's, that's accurate. But um, Square all but said, yeah, we're not going to make any more of those. They pretty much said that. They point. literally, I, I, they literally did like in more yeah. or less where it's like in, in it, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, I just there was supposed to be DLC and stuff, and they were like, I mean, there was supposed to be a whole second part to that game, like via DLC. I don't think it was ever yeah. going to be a Deus Ex Human Revolution two, but we we're going to get a whole second half of that game via DLC that was going to finish that story, and they were like, nah, not enough people bought it. Yeah, we don't care. yeah I think this, um, what was that? Embracer Group's like last big purchase was Gearbox. They have Gearbox. Gearbox, right? Yeah, that's Gearbox, that's so what I, and I, Borderlands. This is so a really weird was, collection of different types of yeah. vibes and studios. Cock, is it Coke? Coke Media? I think it's I think it's Coke. Yeah. I almost said Cock. That's weird. Uh, Deep Silver, <laughs> uh, Saber Interactive. Saber Interactive is another one of those like they this Sabre. Make the, they Sabre. <gasps> Uh, THQ Nordic and Saber Interactive to me those and Deep Silver those are the companies I think of when I think of like who's making double A kind of like swimming and yeah. games for 30 40 bucks <laughs> that's that's who's doing it right now Embracer sounds like an investor company that's all they do is just buy yeah other companies and, and they're they buying... sound like the company in uh the in succession <laughs> just yeah, like just... just all they do is fund other ideas and maybe it's they flop or they do well or whatever so yeah, this, um... if you buy enough of them, if you have a few flops, it doesn't matter, you know. So yeah, exactly. and like they just they just got fifty really diverse IP that like Square was just sitting on. We're talking like Legacy of Kane, yeah. you know, like and... we're talking some like really big like long lost yeah. stuff that people Legacy, love. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know how it well a Legacy of Kane game would play like would sell now, but I think there's enough the people way. out there. Yeah. If they did a good, if they made a really good. I don't, version. I don't know if Square is publicly traded or not, but. I feel like this deal was underpriced and it should way be. Way underpriced. We're talking 50 bankable IP, you know? Maybe yeah. not no, all 50, dude, but like at least on, half of them. Microsoft has to be like, you were going to sell it for that much? We would have bought that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah, Sony and Microsoft are pissed right now. You know, like they're so, um, I, I guarantee they're like, they're fuming right now. It's like, almost like they just were like trying to push them out the door real quick. Because then also like the whole thing with, um, was they've it, always like treated the, them. the blockchains and NFTs, wasn't that all wrapped up into the reasoning too? It like, was. Oh, they, they, they specifically, well, and what the thing which is, I know with is NFT, on, which I know you have on here. So. I was going to say, with, like, 
like two days later after they were like, we're going to go all on NFT, that whole market crashed. Dude, I'm telling it's, it's, so. it's the CEO, it's the CEO Matsuda, the guy's, I'm sorry, Tim, the guy's a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm, he's basically the Japanese version of Bobby Kotick minus uh, the sexual just, allegation like, stuff and all that stuff. The, that. He cut just that. banked on Monopoly cut money that, that, and he lost. So, um, like, I don't he just know. Sucks, dude. He's a sucky CEO. A guy needs to go. Like, he and just that's, needs to listen, go. I actually, when Dan says that, because I know you're a big fan of a lot of the stuff that Square Enix creates. Oh, of course. Oh, so are you into Square Enix, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little bit. So, yeah. I, big listen, Alan I, Wonderworld fan. <laughs> yes, yes. It gives me tattooed me. on my ass. I was, I was already Bound, happy with... Babylon's fall on his other cheek. I was happy with what was happening yes. with stuff like yes. Hitman and then seeing that the new Tomb Raider is in development. So it's not like I felt like, oh, no, they're just not doing anything. And I loved uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously. It was yeah. like my second favorite game of the year last year. Same. Isn't it our Cody? Um, <laughs> and so it was our, our – as a group, we picked it as our favorite as a yeah. collective group. So um, it's not like I was sitting there thinking, man, they're doing nothing. Right. But it is exciting to hear and to think like, all right, what about a – a larger their umbrella group who's going to truly allow them to create what they want to create without kind of this weird these mind games that it sounds like the leadership at square has been playing and kind of like really pulling the rug out from underneath them with comments like this is underselling this is underwhelming you're not doing what you're supposed like yikes man um and so. how could you make those things like public after they just won like every award at the game you know like for guardian specifically like yeah. it's just so the audacity like it's just wouldn't wouldn't you see that like hey they're winning awards let's let's invest you know but instead yeah. like they just throw a lot of like let's actually shade. market this thing and let's and let's stop really let's support weird. it i'm telling you it's this it's the higher ups there and it's, it's yeah. Met, that matsuda guy he he's got to go he's got he was go. just like put it on poor pass i don't care anymore yeah, <laughs> don't care. um it's not making any money <laughs> hey speaking of major flops nft sales have declined 92 <laughs> percent no, get out of their here. Peak. Best news of the week right there. Yeah, Shocking. Yeah, yeah this is, is the kind a... of thing that I would love to just see go away. Like, there's some things that I'm like, yeah, it's here to stay. What can you do? Like, microtransactions, and that became a thing. I was like, that's annoying, but hopefully it doesn't ruin games. So far, it hasn't ruined the games I like. So Well, there hasn't been enough part. time, right? Like, I think they were still developing. Like, there's a lot of people in the middle of developing a lot of NFT-focused stuff, and this news <laughs> makes me so happy. Well, I was, I was saying that like, microtransactions haven't ruined games. Oh, that's true. And yeah. it, what I was going to say was NFTs, I feel like they were going to ruin stuff that I really like, so I was nervous about ah, it. But see. now seeing, yeah. seeing it flop, I'm like, good. And Please. I hope it continues. Let Same. it crash it all like, the way and, down and, into the and, away. I, and, and I mean good in the pettiest way possible. Like if you invested in <laughs> yeah. this, I think you're an idiot. I think yeah. I think you might as well have been trying to buy Monopoly money, you know, and use that. Like <laughs> I think yeah, I, you know, and like and if this affects you in any way, good. I mean yeah. good like Donald Glover when he goes, good, good, good. good. Yeah. good. So uh, I will say I think Crypto Bros and and their ilk whatever uh i think the way they're trying to spin this is well now it's time to invest you know it's cheaper and, uh, <laughs> you know what yeah you know what please uh, do i hope yeah. you do <laughs> they do that every time with bitcoin i can only imagine how they're spinning this one yeah it's, i just i still don't even understand it's images tied to the blockchain like i don't know you can't fungible. fung it you can't fung it don't what does that mean <laughs> dan it just means blockchain dan you're <laughs> being yeah. so fungy right now yeah, i could dude. just screen grab the damn you're being image. very fungible like, right now you know? i don't you know care this is, 
This is why Derek's uh, not here because he lost everything on NFTs. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he invested. Yeah. So going to start a new rumor about him every week until he. He, yeah. he invested on some alpha NFT, you know, non fungible alpha NFT. <laughs> Couldn't fungible, it, bro. He tried. Uh, <laughs> only betas funge their token. I don't know what that means. I don't know yeah. what that means. What does that I mean? really and I didn't want to be the one to explain it to you because I don't get it. So uh, <laughs> yeah. not a real word. As far uh, as I'm concerned, yeah. it's not I think I, I think I <laughs> yeah, let me see in the Webster dictionary where fungible <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. It's just not I a real word. It might be there. You guys. Like, we probably look idiots. It's probably there. Uh, uh, I shared I a video with you guys of a YouTuber who did who tried to explain she does like conversations with herself basically. Sure. And she tried to explain NFTs to herself. She was like, and you can't fungit. it. And it was like the exact same <laughs> what we're saying. Like, because of the, uh, the blockchain. Yeah. Uh, just look at that. Just look at that picture. Try to fung it. Yeah, Boom. Try to fung- Don't do it. Blockchain. Blockchain. <laughs> blockchain. <laughs> like Wonder That's... Woman trying to deflect. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I like the idea of like water cooler gossip too. Like, hey, did you hear about Dan? He funged his tokens. It's so <laughs> it's Oh, that's so he's such an idiot. He's such an idiot. <laughs> I feel like funger. I feel oh, like no. one we day people started talking garbly gook, and like I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't like I no. couldn't keep up, and I was just trying to pretend I like know. I understood what's going on. So this crashing makes me feel like I don't have to. Wait up. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. I, don't have to learn about, I hope so. it's, it's like not a picture. It's like a dumb picture of a duck or something that people are buying, and they're like. Well, for a little while there, people were be like, yeah, so it's you art, so you're create, buying art? You can go create your yeah. own NFT. And I was like, you can you can funge your own token? I don't get this. I don't get this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't man. handle this. I'm like, someone, someone explain the verb funge to me, please. <laughs> I feel like it's used too many different ways for it to mean one thing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I hate it. I, hate uh, it. I again, I may be super ignorant. I, I don't know. Well, I, sound like I, for example, dudes, this, but I don't even care. This podcast is super long because we keep funging. We need to keep moving. <laughs> we just keep funging around, bro. I keep funging. Actually, I know what you mean, but I don't know if that's the definition <laughs> of the word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? I'm starting. Uh, I'm actually starting to really enjoy the word funge. I'm going to start using it a lot more. Oh, yeah. Funge. It's a lot of funge. I mean, funge. I eat funge. Don't funge yourself. Yeah. So like tomorrow's Saturday, and inevitably, inevitably, at some point in the afternoon, it's gonna be gorgeous here tomorrow. And I'm gonna look at my boys and be like, "You haven't gone outside at all. You just been funging around the house." They're gonna be like, "What?" <laughs> like, Dad, you're not using that word, Ryan. They're like, "They get it. You don't get it. And they get it." Dad, how do you know about my blockchain stats? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. I, I I saw a rumor that a mafia prequel might be in development. So this is a report from Kotaku that Hangar 13's UK studio Brighton. Is leading hmm. development on a prequel set before the events of the Mafia trilogy. Hold on. Okay. How much advice. earlier could you get? How much earlier could you really get with Mafia? <laughs> Compared to Mafia 1? Okay, so Mafia, the prequel, one. takes place the day before Mafia 1. <laughs> it's it's a really busy day. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. Yeah, it's, just, it's the craziest day ever in this guy's career. It's uh, like... Like Rome has fallen and Italy splits up into mafias. Okay, See, I, to keep I know that, I'm stoked for this game. So am I. <laughs> Any more Listen, mafia. But I kind of would have. I would have loved for them to keep going with the Mafia 3 setting and story. I thought that was yeah. so cool, that 60s, yeah. 70s vibe and yeah. being in New Actually, Orleans. Uh, just like, get I the love... 80s, man. You don't have to do Vice City 
carbon yeah. copy. Just give me yeah. 80s, whatever. Because there's, yeah. there's a lot of cocaine they were dealing with. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I mean, the way that the mafia yeah. operates is really different decade to decade. So, like, yeah. to see it in the next, like, version of itself, yeah. which they very much existed during that time, like, it would be interesting to kind of, you know, see what that looked like. So, I mean, sure, that game ended up being me just hiding around a corner, whistling. A guy, a dumb idiot would walk closer to me, and I would just silently stab him and then call the next one over. Like, that's what that game ended up being mm-hmm. for me for quite a, a lot yeah. of it. But... It was still fun. Yeah, I, still fun. It has one of the coolest, like, I'm heading to the final showdown moments when you're driving your car. I don't know if you guys remember this. You're driving your car out to, I think it's like a construction site or something where the final showdown's going to happen. And it does that, um, what's that song called? Dark Moon Rising? Or no, Pale Moon Rising. What's that song mm-hmm. called? Uh, Bad, Bad Moon Rising? Bad, Bad Moon Rising, I think. But is it, isn't, that, isn't that like a CCR song? Isn't it? Uh, it's yeah, a really, Yes, but it's, it's, that, it's that really dark version of it. That I think they used it in Walking Dead as well at one point, but it's a oh. dark and slow version of it. And it's a really deep voice, that this guy that's singing it. And man, I wonder it's if just, it's a guy from Sons of Anarchy who did like a lot of their covers. It just like hit me as I'm driving and he starts singing this. It's really slow and yeah. soft version of that. I was like, dude. This is crazy. Like I, I just loved that moment. Uh, I think the story in that game is awesome. I, I love think, it. Like, yeah, I, I think that, I think the third game is. Ex- yeah. I think it got. I think it got dumped on really hard for like no it reason. Did. Like yeah. that game was a lot of fun. Um, speaking of fun, Summer Game Fest is officially dated for the month of June. It's basically replacing, you know, one of the main events you'd see during E3. I think last year he actually or two years ago did he do it during e3 i can't remember but it's on thursday it's on thursday june 9th it's it's a couple days before the microsoft bethesda showcase will air so they're kind of microfesda they're timing them around each other and if nintendo publishes a direct sometime in that first half of june we essentially have ourselves an e3 at that point and if digital devolver (laughs) post something come on guys we're in man it's e3 It feels like you just gotta shoot it remotely too. You don't have to go anywhere. Just shoot it. E3 E3 has failed us again. Keeley is gonna bring what we need. Bring the game. Keeley is a uh, is a saint of the industry right now. So he's just really keeping it together, which is great. So and last but not least, I don't know why. I put my comment on here. Every week we have to have news about possible news on Final Fantasy 16. Do we really have to keep doing this, Dan? Explain to me why. There's there's rumor that there might be news. So Hey, hey, Jeff, uh, why don't you shut your hole? Uh, so <laughs> what I, I say matters. That's why. Um, so producer Naoki Yoshida uh, revealed a new trailer, uh, 16 trailer, will appear soon. Uh, the information was shared during a special near reincarnation, which I think is like the mobile game um, and Final Fantasy 14 crossover live stream. Oh, so no, maybe it's. Maybe it was. I don't know. Um, but he said, yeah, the trailer's basically been done, but then it was delayed for some reason or another. Um, and he also shared that the development team has spent a fair amount of time polishing and debugging and that it is pretty much complete. So, I mean, we're basically at the tail end, right? Which is like all the hard stuff. You know, or like I feel like when we ironing started, out all the kinks. I feel like when we started this podcast, Dan was predicting that Final Fantasy 16 would come out that Christmas. Like I feel, I feel like this game is just an endless tease. Uh, Dan, I'm gonna come in for, for some backup here. All right, uh, I I, oh, I firmly believe that a trailer is coming soon, and you and I are dying on the hill that he said that when we see that trailer, shortly after we're gonna oh, get yeah. a release. Well, that's what he kept I, saying. 
yeah. I, I predict we see that trailer soon, and I predict this game comes out sometime August to November. Like, yeah. I'm just, I really feel confident in that. I mean, uh, like, okay. when he's saying pretty much complete, it's like, well, right, so it's just they're ironing so out the so kinks at the end, right? So a few more months of debugging, right? Like, yeah. 90 more days of debugging. Like, uh, yeah, so un- unless something random happens where it's like, oh, no, we got to fix this, and then it does get pushed into early next year, then, I mean. It's, Q- it's Q1 next year at the latest. Yeah, you know, but he, point, he, has so. ca- he has continuously said, I mean, then obviously there was the delay of, the, there was supposed to be a trailer last year, I think, uh, during um, Tokyo Game Show. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they delayed that because of COVID, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I think so COVID he, put everything back like four to six yeah. months, you know, like, but he, he had, he has kept basically consistently saying when we show you something next, the game is coming pretty soon after that. So, all right. So, yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> Jeff, I believe it, Tim. But nobody cares in the notes. I believe it in my balls, Tim. <laughs> oh my God. God damn it, Jeff. You're going to play it too. Cause you like seven remakes. I am going to play it too. It's going to be fun. I'm going to watch the trailer and I'm going to be excited when I see it. I'm going to be excited when they announce a release date and when the game comes out. But this is this is me talking about the AEW game every week. I do well, have news about you know that. What? I'm happy for you too, Jeff. I'm happy for your wrestling game. See, that's how being that, that's how it works. I it do actually be- have news and it's not good about the AEW game. Uh, oh, uh-oh. yeah. Let's uh, close with bad news. I like this. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, I want to leave you with the worst taste in your mouth if you're yeah. excited for this game. Start uh, your so, week with bad news. You so know. I just want a amazing. fungy taste in my mouth. Yeah, I'm gonna funge. I'm gonna funge the entire vibe all of this up in podcast. my face. I'm gonna um, leave more confused about what that word means <laughs> after this podcast ends. <laughs> well, if you had a blockchain, you I thought I had a hand on the wheel. It's there's yeah. no wheel anymore. That's why you need a blockchain. Um, that's right. So, you so <laughs> have been the developer uh, that's been partnering with AEW to make the game, and uh, apparently AEW has. Like invested, I've already mentioned before, they've invested millions into it, and a, uh-uh. allegedly that's way over budget. They're way uh-huh. over budget. That's why their roster is going to be like 50 people starting out, um, and they still have to iron out like multiplayer online and stuff like that. Oh, uh, they don't know how that's going to work. And apparently, uh, Kenny that's Omega. A big thing. Yeah, I know. Kenny Omega uh, is uh, like one of their top wrestlers, but he's out injured, so he's been helping with the game. Uh, but he's not a game developer. He's never done this before, and he and right. the rumor is. Uh, and this came from a gaming website, not a wrestling website. The rumor is that uh, Ukes is kind of taking advantage of him not really knowing a lot about gaming development. And they're kind of like, by that, like setting their own deadlines and expectations and stuff where he doesn't really know how to set those expectations. So, like, it, apparently it sounds like it's a rocky development. That's, uh, so, literally a wrestler in there, they like, trying to make a game. Like, game. He's just a gamer. Game. Like, I mean, Dude. The only yeah. wrestler I trust with video games is Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin. <laughs> the guy's what? got great taste what? in Zelda games, I tell you. What? What? <laughs> Burgers, right. not so much. That's, that's really games. unfortunate. Sonic, hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's really good. That is really good. <laughs> Don't give me none of that Five Guys bullshit. You give me some Sonic, hell yeah. I think we can all agree he's sponsored by Sonic. He's got yeah. Absolutely. Sponsored by Sonic. Um, all right. Well, that's is going Sonic. Hell yeah, I promise you. That does it yeah, for us this week. We've got uh, a quiz we'll do next week. I like those Kahoot quizzes, so we'll do another one of those. We'll probably talk uh, some Ayuden Chronicle Rising next week and yes. probably some unpacking on Salt. PS5. Salt well. sacrifice? Oh, I really, you know what? Really hope not with that last one. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> it's coming in the mail, Kyle. It's coming in the mail. Yeah. Oh, I knew it. Thank you I guys knew you were going to play it one day. Thank you guys for watching. We're out of here. See ya.
Wiener. Hell yeah. Big wiener. Big, 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 big wiener. Just fungi. a big fungi. Fungi. That was a, that was a fungi time, man. Yeah. <laughs>